First thing you hear from us. Hello, Internet. Meow. Welcome. Welcome to the Cthulhu Files Masks of Neolathotep, our 38th session. Um, the 10th session of our Peru chapter. Uh, stuff happened last time. Crazy, crazy <laughs> things. Before we get into that, um, taking some inspiration from the way that uh, John delivers inspiration to our players in uh, our D&D game, I'd like to sort of institute that uh, in this game and, and distribute a bit of information, inspiration from time to time and information. And um, so I think it only fair that the first of these inspirations goes to Boots um, for Lydia's uh, inspired summoning of a flying polyp, which we will recap shortly, um, which was an absolute rending of the fabric of the reality of the game. and could be a tremendous boon to our players, could also wipe out the whole party. So uh, we're going to find out, but... Victory or TPK, you don't know. What I'm going <laughs> to do is place a, uh, a deck of cards on the uh, Roll20 tabletop. Uh, nobody touch the cards, please. Mm, gonna touch them. Nope, not gonna touch them. Nobody's gonna touch them. I'm just gonna em. put my mouse just like floating over it and not touching oh, the, it. I'm not the touching card it. back is fucking oh, sick. I've, I've shuffled the cards and I'm going to place three of the cards on the tabletop. Boots, you may select whichever of the cards you choose by right clicking on it and flipping it over. And that will be your inspiration. They're kind of tiny. Click, click to draw, drag to deal. I only see one card. Up, do you see the three cards on the tabletop? Uh, look above the structure. Oh, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm too zoomed in. Sorry. There we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so right-click on a card and flip it. Boop. I chose this one. So, Lucky strike. Oh, nice. Auto-succeed on a luck roll. I'll take it. Nice. Ooh. Okay. Yes. That's great. You light did you make these really? cards, Lee? There it is. Uh, yes, I did. Hell yeah. Font. It looks yes. so cool. So, Lucky Strike, you will auto-succeed on a luck roll of your choice. You will carry this inspiration until you use it, at which time we will be free to distribute another one, should it occur. Okay? Very so, good. remember nice. that. Got it. You have an auto-success right. on a luck roll. Going to then... Hi, what you doing? Hide that deck. After... Recall the cards. Okay. okay, nice. So, 
when last we met, our investigators had arrived at the hidden ruined temple in the highlands of Peru. And before uh, passing through the gates to sort of see what they needed to do <clears throat> to seal off this Karasiri threat, Lydia decided that <clears throat> it would be a good idea to sort of uh, set up a little protection for them, not knowing what is awaiting them inside these walls. So while outside the gates, uh, she used all of her magic powers and drew magic from her friends to allow her to spend over an hour in summoning a flying polyp, a spell which she had learned from Dr. Sung on the SS Calvin Coolidge uh, during the uh, slow boat to China case file. So she pulled this magic. She reached out into the ether with her mind while playing her enchanted flute. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, her companions uh, kept watch. Just as the spell began to uh, reach its end and she had found the object she was seeking, Luis de Mendoza and another conquistador appeared at the gate, uh, telling the party that your quest is at an end. It is time to surrender. But then, behind them, over this courtyard, the fabric of reality rent open. A black, wet, sucking tear appeared in the air, and a caustic wind issued forth from it, smelling of brine and deep earth and other things that are unidentifiable and unmentionable. And the size of a rail car, this creature suddenly appeared, like some sort of giant slug maggot creature covered with eyes covered with mouths with rising writhing tentacles which appeared and disappeared as though smoke uh, in the air and it issued forth a cry <laughs> this caustic wind billowed out from it and the two conquistadors began to turn as it reared back into the air and lunged toward them because Lydia in her binding had commanded it to lay waste to all who were not members of her party. So Lydia, there are many spells which carry with them an automatic sanity cost. Um, and the sanity cost of a summoning spell is merely one sanity point, so please deduct that. However, this is the first time that any of you have seen a flying pulp. Thus, there is a risk of losing sanity involved. We're going to go one by one on this because it's a bit of a process. Uh, and I'd like to start with Michael, I believe. If you could make us a sanity roll at the appearance of the flying pulp, please. But I don't wanna. Oh come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a regular success. Okay. On a ooh, somebody's mic just went crazy. I think it's Ryan. Okay. Okay. Uh, with a regular success, you merely lose three sanity points. So please roll a D three. I'm sorry, a D roll a D three and subtract those from your sanity. Ooh, Max. Rolled a okay. three. 
Uh -oh. oh, also, I should mention, um, to the right of the top of your character sheet, there's a little box that says temp or uh, yeah, temp insane with a number beside it. If you lose that amount of sanity in one session, you go temporarily insane. Okay. Oops. Sorry, I didn't which, mean to do that. Which means that's okay. Which means that um, basically you can only role play. You can't mechanically do anything because your character has lost their grip on reality. They have they have suffered a break. So, Michael, you have lost three sanity points. Additionally, since this is the first time you've seen one of these creatures, please deduct five from your max sanity and add those to your mythos score. Can I ask a clarifying question about the sure. temporarily insane thing? Yes. So there's supposed to be a number in that box, mm -hmm. temporary mm -hmm. insane, because I don't have a number there. Um, it's just blank for me. It's and definitely yours? insane is 18. Yeah, mine is indefinitely insane is 16. So that's, that's the, the number one. I meant. Indefinitely yeah. insane. Sorry. So that's the, the one that that's the psychotic break. That's the one that you're just down. It is. It is. You need to spend uh, at least a month in a facility or some. Okay. Gotcha. Some I just wanted to make sure I to recover that. from that. Yeah, that's the number. Indefinitely insane. All set, Michael? Uh, yeah, just adding my Cthulhu okay. mythos. Uh, I'm going to move to Dolores next. Okay. Oopsie. Oh dear. Dolores has failed their sanity roll. No! Failing sanity um, in in the sight of a flying polyp carries with it. There goes that noise again. Um, carries with it a potential loss of up to 20 sanity points. So, I'm gonna roll a D20. Muted. Oh my god, that's crazy though. <laughs> Dolores' indefinite sanity number is 14. So. <gasps> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Dolores, we need you! Oh boy. Dolores has lost 16 <gasps> sanity points. Oh, no. At the side of the polyp. Could, you, could, could they use, he use like luck or something? No. Not on the sanity. Oh my god. Oh boy. It's too much for Dolores to bear. Oh my god. Perhaps given given what they've been through with facing the Hound of Tindalos itself and the increasing time travel ventures they're inadvertently sent off on Dolores's mind snaps and they are rendered a, a, a gibbering mess we'll deal with that when Amara is able to come back oh my god <laughs> let me do the oh boy let me do right, the I kind of imagine like Dolores fainting like a housewife. Well, we will have her roll a psychic detonation. Um, but mechanically, Dolores is not able to help at all. That's not great. Not That does not bode well for us as a group, guys. No. 
I did promise that Dolores wouldn't die. Yes, you did. I guess Dolores is just going to be passed out here. We should probably pick okay. her up. <clears throat> um, let's move to Elaine next. Who? Please make us a sanity. <laughs> Coward. <clears throat> oh! Take that! Extreme success. Elaine, how do you not snap? She's seen some so, shit. Roll she, a d3. She thinks back to her younger self and decides that she can make this. That's not it. Um, is it slash R D three? There it is. Ah. Oh man. <laughs> uh, you know, I'll take not taking a psychic break. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So deduct your three sanity points. Deduct five from your max sanity and add that to your mythos score. Okay, so I deducted three from my sanity um, score, deducted five from my max sanity, and then mm -hmm. added five to my Cthulhu Mythos. Is that right? Correct. Yes. Okay. Mythos. I now make a Mythos roll for me, please, Elaine. Check it out. Okay, good. Failure. Okay. Was I supposed to make a Mythos roll? Nope. Okay. Just Elaine. We've come to Boots, we've come to Lydia. The caster of the spell, the summoner of the Paul. Oh no, we haven't. I'm sorry. We forgot Rocco. Let's do Rocco next. <laughs> yeah. Rocco, make me a sanity roll. I just want to say, it's been a pleasure serving with you. Oh my God, I can't believe it. Hard success. <laughs> the this is nothing. <laughs> Same procedure. Please uh, roll a d3. Mm hmm. Oh my god. What it what is the it's fucking forward <laughs> slash R space D three. Hey. hey it's a two. Look who didn't max out. Oh. And take five from your max sanity, add that to your Cthulhu mythos. Hmm. And it's Lydia time. Let's get Lydia. Give us a sanity roll, please. Yes. I love you. Poor oh Dolores. my god. In command. Poor Dolores, seriously. Yeah, really. What the fuck? It's kind of Dolores. fitting though, because of my Oh no, here. she's typing. <laughs> oh, no, she's like, What's happening? <laughs> no, everybody ignore her. Oh no, okay. <laughs> she can't know. Oh no! She's gotta she watch the stream the now. Gift. She's gonna watch the fucking stream. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> 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 You're in trouble. <laughs> um, <laughs> Boots, roll your D3, please. All right, yes, the D3. <laughs> Good news! Wait, where's the D3? Oh, you, you have to type slash R right. space D3. There we go. I think. Did that work? Yeah. Yes. Just one. Just one. 
Uh, I love how slow this this website works. Perfect. So Great. much drama. So deduct the one. Deduct five mm -hmm. from your max sanity. Add five to your Cthulhu mythos. So many numbers. Oh, you got lucky on that one. I'm not mad about it. Somehow the entire party, except for Dolores, manages to keep their sanity <laughs> as this abomination materializes ahead of you. Look what Liddy did. This is amazing. I have never seen anything like this. It's a horrifying freak of nature. I hope we don't have to deal with the unintended consequences of summoning it to this plane. <laughs> many of the eyes, Lydia, are trained on you and remain trained on you. But so many of the other eyes turn towards the two conquistadors before this creature, recognizing them as not being among those which you have mentally charged it uh, not attacking so the tentacles appearing rush forward and it gets 2d6 attacks per round so it gets 10 attacks oh my god <laughs> it's incredible a it's, it's a goddamn mowing machine <laughs> it is going to go first for the conquistador that is not luis de mendoza as it does tentacles begin to appear wavering and lashing out at oh, this so certain Karasiri. And... <laughs> how, how is she supposed to interpret these gifts? <laughs> the first tentacle no strikes reason. the conquistador and as it does, it rakes across him and he is knocked backwards, but bits of flesh are torn away. It's almost as though um, this tentacle was made of something like massive sandpaper or, or a cactus or something. It rips into him and it's just tears the flesh it's away. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. Tears Paul flesh is a kitty away because from I his face, it. from his arms. He screams, and as another tentacle rushes forward, he attempts to dive out of the way. What a good attempt. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Mr. Clean, mm -hmm. Mr. Clean. Oh. But Karasiri do not dodge. So, uh, <laughs> he does not successfully We accept all impacts. So the second tentacle rushes forth. By the way, I said the the, um, the polyp gets 10 attacks per round, and then I get to roll 2d6 to see how many tentacles per attack, and I roll a 10 again. So oh my God. its first attack gets 10 tentacle attacks. Ah! The second one strikes him again, but it's a blow that's less severe than the first one. <clears throat> In as much as, you know. But the third tentacle reaches forward wraps around him as it hits him and as it pulls away uh he is shattered into shards of bone and dust all flesh removed from his body and what is left simply crumbles to the dirt having seen this happen in <laughs> a split second luis de mendoza attempts to run But the polyp rears back into itself and with a 
<laughs> a burst of wind issues forth in all directions and the smell intensifies this horrific smell that's like nothing you've ever smelled but the wind itself rakes across de mendoza and let me see what i roll for this caustic polyp fart <laughs> it's the type of fart that could peel paint it's a dog fart those it's are pretty pain feeling. Rotten duck egg is the worst. Rotten potatoes. The wind itself has much the same effect as the tentacles, but even more so. You can see <laughs> flesh shredding away from De Mendoza, exposing bone as he is blown backwards and against the wall on the other side of where you stand at the gate. The wall itself buckles and stone and dust rain down. As you can see, just his hand sort of flopped to the dirt uh, and still moving, but it is almost completely bone. At at least 20 yards away, all of you feel the remnant of this wind wash over you as well. Oh no. Does anyone want to attempt to dive for cover? Yes. Sure. Okay. Make a dodge roll. Anyone who wants to dive. No. No, no, no. No. You can spend luck on dodge rolls. Oh, I'll spend one luck. You could also push. I think I'm good. (laughs) I'm going to spend one luck then. So I'll make that a success. I think Lydia feels like a goddamn god, so she's not going to dodge. She's just going to stand there. I'm fine. Okay. Uh, Rocco, you're just going to take the failure? Yeah, I'm going to plop to the ground. Okay. Um, Rocco and Lydia, uh, please deduct five hit points as this wind rushes over you and it feels like you're being sandblasted. You can feel... um, your skin dry and crack. Ah, that's fair. Feel the wind. That's burn. fair. This doesn't feel good at all. Lydia's just cackling madly the whole time. Like she's in full capacity of her faculties, but she's just like she can't believe she's done it. Her her fingernails she's... are like burnt off at her tips from being sandblasted. Dolores also unaware of what's happening. Oh, baby girl, no! Someone push her behind a rock! Yeah, somebody take care of Dolores. As De Mendoza tries to rise, you can see just, uh, probably just his hand around the wall through the gate. Uh, The tentacles lash out once more. (laughs) Love this for him. (laughs) Damon Dizzy is fucking dead. Damon Glizzy. You see the tentacles <laughs> plunging down toward the other side of the wall where you know he lays. And as they pulverize what's left of him in a cloud of dust and sand and bone, you see the broken remnant of his arm, which had been exposed, tumble away from the gate. Complete bone now, no flesh left on it. At that time, at the moment, the polyp rears back on itself 
its eyes searching about the courtyard for more prey and all of its eyes fall on you Lydia it has accomplished the task you set it up toward when you bound it do you wish to attempt to continue your binding of it or will you release it if she releases it will it go about and do whatever it wants to do without harming How the party? How could you know? Force it back into the void and shut it behind it. I'm gonna hold it there for a little longer. Then I need you to make a power roll. Cool. Oh, no. Can I... How much do I have to spend? That's a 12 spend. You 13. do have the onk, so you can roll an extra d6. Bing. Onk, onk. Donkey, donkey. <laughs> what the fuck is it? Hey. Oh, that was a good roll. Ooh, a six. So you're down to 81. There you go. Um, your power is a 75. You can spend the luck. That would be six. Right? Do you have a free luck, or it's not a luck roll? Lucky strike, luck. you are. Uh, no, I'll, I'll yeah. spend the luck. I'll, I'll spend the luck. Okay. Yeah, so I'll spend that's... the luck. That's fine. How many was that? That's six. six, right? Six? six luck. Yeah. So you have a regular success on your power roll. Okay, good enough. Just keep it hanging out for a second. <laughs> okay, guys, what now? However. Oh, no, not, not however. I think we should go in time. A hard success on its power roll. It knows Ooh. what it wants now. It rejects your binding. Hey, buddy! You want to just go back to where you came from then? And these multiple eyes glaring at you. You sense resentment. In them not full hatred though not even necessarily a regard of you as something worth bothering with further just resentment at having summoned it from its slumber and i'm sorry i love you with one last glare its mouths all moving it pulls itself back into the rent in reality and with one final, all the tentacles pull in and reality closes behind it once more as the plateau falls completely silent. Way to go, yeah. Lydia. That feels that like best about as well as I could have. Uh, oh. Like, oh, God, Dolores. <laughs> Dolores, oh my gosh, you're right. Are you okay? <laughs> The whole uh, back of my trousers are burned off. It hurts so bad. I think you just oh, no, Rocco. Rocco, Lydia, okay. and Dolores are all very badly windburned. Just bright red with just scratches all over them. Yeah, so I feel terrible, but what else have we got to do here, guys? <clears throat> um, anybody, so how anybody, much anybody? damage did everybody take from the wind? Five. Five. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. start trying to patch people up. Um, uh, I'm good, right? Because I saved. You, yes, you dove okay. out of the way behind the wall, basically. And you know what I forgot to do? Roll sanity for Jackson. Oh shit! Oh. I forgot about Jackson. So let's take care of that. I'm sorry, Mr. Mm. Jackson. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, that's a. He is for real. I am for real. Never so. meant to make Dolores cry. 
I apologize. It really does. I'm sorry, Miss oh, Paula. No. Ooh. <laughs> You're fails. not for real. No, sanity good, rule. Right? It loses one sanity point. That's great. That's the best natural one you can get. <laughs> so. Um, let's see. He's going to have tried to dodge out of the way as well. Nice. He successfully dodges. And you know what? Let's retcon this a bit. Let's say as Jackson dove out of the way, he tried to grab Dolores and bring Dolores with him. So I'm going to make a dexterity roll to see if that happens. Yeah. Okay. No. Nope. <laughs> <It> was a... <laughs> Valiant effort. He almost <laughs> threw himself off. He a pushed ledge. Dolores closer. Yeah. No. So. Jesus. Well. Lydia, right. what the fuck was that? Um. That was uh. That was a flying polyp. Everything kind of stings. Okay, so what? Uh, what's next, guys? What's next? All right, so um, I think Mendoza's dead. Day Mendoza. Um, gonna I'm going to uh, rummage through my bag and find the first aid kit and toss it to Lydia and be like, let's patch everybody up before we do anything. All right, all right. So you can roll with a bonus die because I'm helping you, if that's okay with Lee. Yeah. For whoever got injured. Uh, it's just Lydia, Rocco, and Dolores. So would she roll three times with bonus dies each time? You just make one first table. Okay. That's fine for everybody. Ooh, I succeeded on dodge. I'm going to mark that. Oh, yeah. Remember to mark your successes. Oh, yeah. You gonna roll first aid? Oh, you did. I thought you were rolling first aid. Sorry. No, I threw it to you because you have a higher first aid roll than I do. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. Nice. There we go. There we go. And then roll a bonus die too, because uh, Elaine's helping you just to see if you get like a lower. No, you didn't. Okay. Yeah. Good news. No it's one fine. is dead. Nothing really bad happened to those who are present. <laughs> yeah. Poor Amara. Okay, so what happened here? Successful first aid roll. Great. So those who were injured can uh, replenish one hit point. Uh, every little bit counts. I have Lou licking, licking my wounds. Does that help? No, that yes. probably is bad. Don't worry. I'm safe from great. the bubonic plague. It's great. He loves me. <laughs> okay, so what's the plan? We should probably go inside before your friend returns, Lydia. Yeah, I don't think he's going to come back. Yeah, but... he didn't seem very pleased for us waking him in the middle of the night like we did. Should we yeah, try but... and loot him? Is there, anything... Is there we... anything left of him? Yeah, can we see anything left of Damon Dozer's crew? <laughs> Both Damon Dozer and... I was just going to say, I know that there were some more... Had, uh, there had to be more Carceri inside, right? 
there were two that you had been following that you saw on top of the temple. Right. One of them had appeared to be vomiting something into the temple. But by the time Gross. you began your spell, um, they were nowhere to be seen. Right. And clearly the polyp didn't see them. That's okay. He made himself very useful. De Mendoza and the other conquistador are not even piles of dust. There are remnants of both of them. You can sort of see the outline of De Mendoza where he was pushed back into the inner part of the wall. Um, but what is left of him are just the, the bone arm lying there and some other bits of bone, shreds of clothing. Um, everything is pitted and torn and really just sort of reduced to detritus. Cool. Jackson, what do we do? They may not have had anything useful, but I don't know where we go from here. I, I, I'm not sure I can think straight, Rocco. Um, well, give yourself a second and then get to thinking. For God's sakes, please. I don't know. What we do for Dolores? Can we help Dolores somehow? Uh, let's see. I don't think anybody We're going to has... have to baby Bajorn Dolores. Yeah. To yeah. wrap Dolores up. You just leave Dolores out here. They'll turn into a car series. Can, can we dimension door Dolores? Does anybody know a gate spell? <laughs> Canonically, like just say she. <laughs> he. I just pick up her he, hand. They. And, yeah. Pick up his hand and just beep, boop, 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 boop. Where Dolores is where right now? Just with you. She's like a. A ball of gibbering nonsense. Like Elaine should have is. invented a pocket dimension. What is there she you go. Um, well, Rocco, we've got this this piece of gold that we have to restore to the ward, um, which is somewhere inside of this thing, I guess. Oh, geez, we have to go inside. That's right. Um, well, I guess this is as good a time as any for Lou to go scouting. That a yeah, thing you can do. They'd certainly not be. Uh... It's something that we can try and do. Mm -hmm. We just need to get so... down closer and see, assess, and then once we can't go any further, we'll see what we can do. So or rock our... get inside the wall now, right? That's sort of where we are. We're inside. I, I, th I think you've you've come inside the gate because you were looking for remains. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're at seven, basically, looking inward. Yes. What does eight look like? It's like a giant pit. Is do it you want to go over and examine it? Well, like if if I see it from this point, like is it a structure or is it like a you can hole? see? Yes, eight and um, the twos and the three look like um, little stone chimneys, sort of sticking up out of the ground. Okay. And the car series was like at five or six. That's where it was vomiting. Yes, correct. On top of what you can see of the pyramid <clears throat> protruding from the ground. These uh, these little chimneys are probably like three feet off the ground. Okay, but eight is pretty big? Eight is, is about the same height, but you but can like see wide. from where you are that it looks like it's an open sort of hmm. structure. Okay. Um. Sure. Is anyone else doing anything? I'll walk over to eight. 
Uh, Rocco's going to investigate the, the twos from the outsides. Michael, as you get closer to the area marked eight, um, you smell just the putrid stench of rotting flesh. And as you get closer to it, you can see that there's just a cloud of black flies swarming over it. Uh, are you going to look down into it? It is an opening. Sure. I'll like cover my face up with my shirt or a cloth and I'll look over. It's it's fairly dark down below. Um, you're in daylight, but it is approaching later in the day. Um, so the sun isn't beaming directly down. Um, do you want to use your flashlight to look down there? I'm, I'm assuming you just all have flashlights. Sure. Maybe 20, 30 feet below, there's just a morass of red. Ew. And you can see protruding from this sort of wet, swampy red area um, bones and the occasional limb um, pieces of bodies. It appears to be soup, a charnel pit, a place where bodies have just been dumped and are now rotting. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. I guess I'll relay that. Oh, that sounds like the pit. I don't want to look in there. No. That, that's Rocco's, not... Rocco's looking at the twos? Yes, investigating the twos. As I said, these are sort of like three feet tall stone chimneys. Um, maybe maybe another, maybe like three by three, you know, like cubes almost. They're sticking mm -hmm. up out of the ground, though. And um, all of the ones marked two are covered. They have a stone covering. They appear to be very well sealed. So sealed chimneys that there's no way to get in or out of. From what you can see by looking. Okay, got it. Uh, um, Elaine will go check out number three. Number three is another of these chimneys, but the, the covering has been removed and lays beside it. It is very dark down below as it's a smaller opening than the charnel pit. Uh, are you going to shine your light below or... What you gonna do? Um, she's gonna use her infrared heat scanner to scan first to see if she can detect any temperature readings. Okay. Um, straight down the hole, mm -hmm. or walking around the chimney, or where where are you gonna do this at? If there's no smoke or obvious heat coming out from the chimney itself, uh, just not. Then she's gonna use her heat scanner and just kind of point it straight down. Okay. Um, we'll just say that the scanner registers nothing. Okay. Um, if nothing is registered, then she's going to use her flashlight. Okay. Um, 20 feet below, probably, uh, you can see what looks like just packed earthen floor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Um... Can she make a spot hidden roll to see if she sees any signs of activity 20 feet down? Give it a shot. 
All right, everything got moved around there. Let's, let's see. What do we, got? we got regular success, 71 out of 89. Give my bonus die. That's a five, so 51 out of 89. So probably not anything revolutionary. Probably 89, you said? Um, da, 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 da. She got a, well, it turned into a 51 out of 89. A hard success would have been a 44. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is it something that a hard success would tell me more information about? I'm not going to make you spend luck here. Okay. Um, it is like packed dirt below, and you can see some signs of um, scuffle footprints. No movement, however. Okay. It looks like there are human footprints in the dirt below, though. That was cool. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> the sound of footprints. It is. Okay. Um, it looks was talking from... about. Oops, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say from where Elaine is standing, <laughs> looking at number three, she can see that there's another two behind the building. Does anything look different about that? It's very thing? similar to the ones that Rocco examined. Okay. Cool. That's all I need to know. Um, does number three look like there's soot or anything recently? Uh, or is any kind of soot coating the inside of the chimney? Like it's been used or? Just dirt, dust. Nothing, nothing burning looking. Okay. Elaine's done talking for a minute. Uh, so I'm guessing that five is the entirety of the pyramid that we can see here. Yeah, I think five denotes just the roof of the pyramid, and six is the crack that they used to vomit into the pyramid. So five would just be the, the surface of the roof. Okay. Um, I think Rocco is going to try and summit the pyramid. Is it like a long or steep hike, or what are we talking about? It's like a ziggurat kind of structure, okay. you know, like steps. Uh, it's going to require a climb roll for you to oh. work your way up toward the top. I'm going to carefully it's... shimmy Tom and not do well. No. About <laughs> 30, yeah. 30 feet above you, all told. Okay. Um, but these are like large steps. So you, I'm, with a 71 yeah. out of okay. 20, I'm not going to say you fall or anything, but you find the climbing much harder going than you had expected you maybe you, you, you regarded your climbing skills as better than Lou I should have set you instead it would have been such a better idea but I didn't want you put I didn't want to put you up here by yourself and look in the crack oh god <laughs> is there, um sorry is there like no more is there not like a human set of stairs going up or is there like not any entrance to the ziggurat that we can see from the outside or is it just not all from where you are you don't see any openings okay can elaine summit or climb on top of one of the closed off chimneys and then try and summit the top you can try to do whatever you like Okay, would that just be a regular climb roll or would I get like a bonus? These chimneys roll? are only about three feet tall so it's oh. you know Okay. The regular climb roll. Yeah. That's a failure 37 out of 20. 
that any better than Rockville's? Or is it no, you, you, you still are finding that, you know, maybe you thought Rocco was uh, being a little uh, dramatic about how hard it was to climb this thing. But, um, like, the levels of the ziggurat maybe are a little further spaced than you expected them to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lanny, you're here. No, did you? Did you have to, like, jump and then pull yourself out? It was so hard to do. Oh, it's it's a lot. It looks a lot harder or easier rather than it actually. Right? I I had it all. I thought I had all figured. I just, I didn't do well. Anyway, I don't really want to look in this crack, but I think we have to look in this crack. I think we do. Um, I just I don't necessarily you know, want to. I'm 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 worried about what we might see down there. But more than anything, I I was just thinking. Um, I got this crazy. Uh, German cousin. You'd love him. He's great. But he told me about a thing they got in Germany called a flamethrower, and it sounds like the best thing ever. I'm just saying, between you, me, and the crack and the ziggurat here, we should probably think about something like that for what might be inside of this. We've used flamethrowers before. When have... Or no, sorry, I was thinking of a Molotov cocktail. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, a Russian thing, not a German thing, but close, I guess. European. Um anyway, yeah, let's 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 get our torches out here and look at this crack. I wonder, Jackson, do you think that you could try and climb this and or maybe could you uh use a rope tied to shouting down the ziggurat? If someone can get up there, we have rope. Yeah, we just need yeah. someone to get up there. Jackson, you look pretty able bodied. You'd carried me around before. Um <laughs> Can I make an attempt to climb? Sure. Jackson yells back. Can I ask, do we do we want to look down the crack that they were vomiting into? Jackson makes an incredibly good point that I wish he would have made sooner before I climbed the cigarette. You didn't actually climb it. What? M- what Michael, you're surprised to find how difficult it really is to climb this thing. Oh, I'm not surprised. It's a 20. 20- you, it's a twenty-foot ledge to the first step, right? You said or something? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, okay. I mean, the whole thing is like 30, 40 feet high. So, but it's a it's a it's a much longer reach than you expected it to be. Yeah. Okay. It's just big steps. What did? Oh, Elaine's gone. Oh, Elaine's here. What did you? What about this chimney over here? You you shined your light down it. I didn't see anything. I just wanted to see if there was. Marco, some... Can your rat go down there? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But you know, I guess we'll send him down over there. Um. So I guess. So did Rocco not actually make it to the top of this thing, or did he? <laughs> it's, I mean, if you wanted to keep climbing, we'll just say it was much harder and slower than you expected it to be. You can eventually get there. <laughs> no, I'll stop before I get to the top. If Jackson's giving oh this, this to me now, like he'll he'll be on the first the step, like can. up, and just like gasp, like, "No, I can't do it. I tried all I could." You want to help you down, buddy? Yes, please hold me. Thank you. Jump, jump, uppies. Thank you. Grab you by the down, hips. Downies. Thank you. Oh so safe um yeah okay uh lou and i are gonna uh, i'll probably 
Yeah, I think I'm going to sit from here. I'm going to take him out of my pocket and look at him and see if I can coerce him into going down to the hole. What do you want to instruct him to do or look for? Or Lou, I need you to not be noticed and go down the hole and see what's down there. And if it's dangerous, come back immediately. Uh, otherwise, get as much as you can. Show us what's down there, or at least try and tell me what it is. I don't know if we can talk really well yet. I'm hoping that's the case. But go check it out. <laughs> he looks you in the eyes as you're saying this to him and dutifully scrambles over to the chimney, and you can see him just walking straight down the wall. <laughs> he's, he's so dexterous. I don't know where he gets it from. He gets a ways down there and then just disappears into the darkness. I hope he's okay. I hope he's okay. I hope he's okay. I hope he's okay. He'll be fine. Okay. He'll be fine. Okay. I can't stop thinking about it. I hope he's okay. Okay, I that's fine. That's fine. There's a while before you sense any sort of response coming forth from Lou. But you have made a psychic connection to him in the past. Mm -hmm. You have more or less spoken with him psychically and it's uh, maybe you know 10 minutes go by or so of you worrying about him uh, hey, 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 hey boss it's, uh, it's creepy down here boss you hear I think you're muted yeah, this is like wondering yeah did you did I really go quiet yeah, you really went yeah. for a second there. Yeah, I was like, oh no. Super okay. dramatic. Did you did you hear me before when I made the noises for the polyp? Yes, yes. I heard the polyp. Was my voice changer working? Was it working then? Uh, I don't think it was. I think it was just well, you. No, it, it did a like... Ah, ah, did it do a little thing? Okay. Maybe it's not working. Okay, never mind. Uh, okay, so in your mind then, you hear... Uh, hey, hey, boss, it's goddamn fucking creepy down here. <laughs> uh, 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 that's great lou i'm glad it's cre I, i'm sorry it's so creepy man um listen um is anything moving down there is there a lot of things moving down there or is it just creepy oh shit man no it's uh there's a there's a long hallway and it really fucking stinks down there man oh and, man and, and there's a there's another room here and it's full of it's full of shinies full of shinies and shit and oh oh hey boss there's there's, there's, there's two of them down here. Two of them things. The the mean people things. There's look at the sleeping boss. Okay, that's great, Lou. Okay, thank you. Uh, 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 what should I do? Come back up to me, Lou. Okay, I'm on my way. And in a moment, at the top of the chimney. He's gonna he's gonna clean him off. He's gonna check him. He's gonna hit him with a rag. And he's gonna put him into his little pouch along his stomach. Adorable. Gonna feed him a piece of his rations and just put him in his little hammock. It's gonna give him a Incre bath. With increase his your mythos score by one after that, Rocket. All right. Rat King, Rat King, Rat King. Rat Union Organizer, Rat Union Organizer, Rat Union Organizer. <laughs> you and I, Yon. It's a union doing it. Um. Okay, so I relay this information to the party. Chinese, huh? That's Sounds what he like said. A place that maybe our gold bar might fit in. Mm. 
That does sound like a pretty good idea. He said that the car series that are down there are sleeping, so we're going to need to send somebody who's small and dexterous and can do it. I'm not very dexterous, but I am small. I'm okay. Well, we probably don't want to... We probably want to go together, right? If we're going to have to deal with Carceri. The two of them, yeah, I think so. Um, but it's just going to mm -hmm. be a long rope climb down. Lou took a long time getting down there, but we're going to just have to be careful. Like, we... We've been able to, like, take care of them because we kind of overwhelmed them really quickly with a lot of gunfire. <laughs> so, I... I think if... if going in one at a time, like... One dealing with them one on one seems like a bad idea, is what I'm trying to say. Oh no, I agree. So, should we take a break and formulate a plan, <laughs> or should we formulate a plan now? Well, we're gonna go down then, right? I think we are. Yeah, I think do so. We, <laughs> do we assume we have hey. rope? I have when Elaine looked down with her flashlight, it was only about a 20-foot drop. Okay. The floor. Only. So, somebody's got to go down there with the plan to not wake up the Karasiri, and if they do, be able to immobilize them at least. Well, we can uh, go down at the same time, right? I guess we're all going to go down at the same time. It's, like a you're party. Gonna feel one at a time. I mean, it's it's the chimney will, will admit one person at a time. Oh, it's that narrow. Yeah, it's like three by three. The opening. Elaine has an idea. What if? Sorry, <laughs> I was going to invent wings. Um, no, I gonna was thinking the elevator. <laughs> I was thinking we could use uh her gas. I, it's really weird to be able to hear myself. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> uh, if we use her gas machine with the henbane and then kind of seal off the top so that it can't get out, we could try and gas them out. We don't even know if that would work, but I guess we could try and keep them asleep that way. I, the thing is, if how long, does it disperse quickly? Like, what happens to it? Ideally, we, we gotta go down there. Right. right. I'm back. Um, I think it has a 30 foot distance, but I don't know how that works if it's being like funneled downwards and then dispersing. I don't know. Well, you've used it several times now, right? Right. So, Lee, how does it work? Well, the fog machine was originally intended as a special effect for her singing shows. Yes. So it's capable of like doing like a dry ice kind of fog along the stage thing. She also can make an adjustment to shoot it more directly. Um, when it's being shot directly, it has a slightly greater range. Um, when it's just being used normally, it's just sort of a, a billowing fog that, you know, goes out in, indefinitely. I think we, we figured like a 20 foot radius or something right like the, i mean the size of a what you would picture a stage in an old yeah. theater like, house to be it, it kind of disperses 
Sure. For a little bit, right? Like it doesn't like linger for like more than a few seconds or like. Typically, to... right. I mean, t- to be fair, you don't know what sort of ventilation or um, configuration is in these tunnels. Well, yeah, I'm just thinking it's a closed system. Like if we like just covered up the hole and then, or, you know, to the best of our ability with like a tarp and then put it in there and just like let the gas go. Just sort of hit whatever's there, whatever it can hit. And how far away from this chimney are the carceri? Did Lou say? He said there's a room with shinies and they're sleeping in it. Hey, Rocco, could you ask how far away the room with shinies is from the chimney? Uh, Lou, how far away is the room from the shinies with the chimney? Uh, I don't, I don't. <laughs> is it big or is it small from one place to the other? It's small from one place to the other. Thank you, Lou. They're very close. Well, we can try it. I mean... If we want. It's up it's up to you guys. I'm just saying it's potentially an option. I have six cartridges. Mm-hmm. So I'd be happy to use one here and now. Yeah. Just I don't know. It might be better if we get closer. I just feel like they're the element of surprise right now. Well, they're sleeping, right? So as if as long as we hopefully don't fuck it up, we have the element of surprise, yeah. and we can be climbing down one after another too, right? Like we can, we don't have to like wait for one person to get to the bottom. Like one person can like follow down the rope. Maybe Elaine goes first, tries to set it up, and then if things go bad, then everyone comes in as quickly as they can. Would you? Would you want to be the first one to go down, or would you rather one of us who's really good with the gun to be the first one down? Maybe. Because if you go Michael, down, then me. Sure. Elaine, this this gas of yours, it's uh, would it help us to like cover our our mouths and noses? Like, are we going to be need to protect ourselves against it? That's another thing I'm kind of worried about is I, I can alternate or I'll alter it so that it's more direct in one direction. Um, but if we did it What if there's now, no ventilation at all down there? What if it just lingers? Like, Then we wouldn't go down there. And if we did, we would suffer the consequences. But we if we like, tied a kerchief that. around our mouth or something, we you know, to be honest, I've never tested it. Um, if I would, I, I've <laughs> never, I've never tied a handkerchief to my mouth and then tried to breathe it in to see what happens. Um, I was kind of worried about this too, to be honest. Right? It is like, hensbane, so I mean, it is something to consider. The worst case scenario with the hensbane is not. Death, I don't think. I what? think it's you pass out. Okay. But we need all the people we can get. So what do we have in terms of explosives right now? We do have we, smoke we bombs. Okay. I don't think we have dynamite or anything. We just have smoke bombs. Dolores is carrying a hand grenade. That's right. Okay. We have one hand grenade? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
is like Dolores just catatonic right now? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Technically, you can die from the Hensbane. Just putting it out there. It's poison. Super unlikely. It's mostly a psychotic, but um, there is a small chance that you can die from it. I love taking small chances of dying. <laughs> we it's do my every way to time die. you get in a car. It's true. But they've made the game too easy. Um... So just throwing it out there that that's an option. I can also try and do a lullaby and get them to go to sleep, and that would be super sleep. targeted. Oh, uh, you're right. But like, <laughs> stay asleep, I guess. Knock them out again if something goes wrong. Yeah. They would stay asleep for an amount of time that's more controlled than just trying to sneak around them. They'd be knocked out as opposed to sleeping. But it would be loud, so that might not be a good thing to do. That's why I like the appeal of the fog machine. But Okay, well... I... Well, can we... Are we just gonna go down? I think, I guess, at this point, okay. we're gonna just Let's, go um... Okay. I have a turban. So, like, we can tie it around, like, one of the the rocks there and lower it down. Okay, so I'll go down first, Elaine after me, and then maybe Rocco next, so that we have two sets of guns down. Yeah, sounds Jackson, good. Jackson, do you want to come... Do you want to stick up here and keep an eye on Dolores, or do you want to come down with us? Somebody needs to stay with Dolores. Thank you. I can okay. stay with Dolores. Listen. Are you sure? What do you, I mean, your abilities are incredible like what if they need you down there <laughs> i'll be honest uh i um jackson i'm pretty spent at this point that was that was a lot um, yeah but like all jackson, right all right i'll come down you with do you have you you can do magic and you do know more than we do we okay fair all right sure i'm a librarian let's go down the hole what if all right if i'm gonna stay up here with dolores what if i i Instead of trying, I mean, no offense, but I've seen all of your climbing skills. What if you <laughs> just sort of hold on to the rope and I lower you each down instead of all of you trying to climb down the rope? I think that's a great idea, Jackson. Would you make us make a climb roll to, to go down a rope? No, we would do a strength roll for Jackson. No, but like just to, just to climb down a rope, is that like yes. hard enough that we'd have to make a check? Yes. Okay. Sure, we'll do it Jackson's way then. I just don't want to see any of you break a leg or a neck or anything. Very kind of you. I mean, I've, I haven't seen Rocco successfully climb anything yet. You've seen him fall down a lot of things. Yes, I've fall <laughs> I, a lot. I try so hard. Just put me behind the wheel of an automobile. I'll be fine. So Jackson rummages in his bag and pulls out the gold bar. It says, who's taking the bar? Elaine can take it. Okay. Okay. All right. So we'll tie the rope off just to have one end anchored. Yeah. And who, who's getting lowered first? I'll go down first. Okay. Elaine will go second. Okay. Godspeed. Okay. 
He'll be fine, Mike. Strength roll to lower Michael down. Nice. Hard success. So, Michael, holding on to the rope, your hand's still stinging a little bit from those rope burns you got from the last time you tried to descend something using the rope. Um, Jackson slowly lowers you down. As the, the stone work moves past and you come into the open hallway below, um, you need to turn your flashlight on because it is very, very dark in this area. Mm-hmm. And then Elaine is next. Yeah. Do I hear anything when I get down there? Echoes, perhaps. Okay. Um, you can sense that the space you're in is a hallway. It stretches really far in front of you into complete darkness. Um, off to one side of you, it appears to slope down rather sharply. And there is a black opening on the other side. We'll get everybody down there before you start looking around. Okay, sure. So, Elaine, same deal for you. You're lowered down successfully. Um, real quick, Amara just uh, asked y'all mind if I join you. Oh, I no, tell her to come. We would want... Mind? Why would we mind? Should we give her, like, a couple of minutes? Whenever she wants to come in, okay. I'll catch her up. Cool. Sounds good. Uh, Rocco, Lydia, who's going next? I can go. There you go. I don't know what Dolores is gonna do, though. We'll figure it out. Okay. Alright, Lydia. Uh, Jackson successfully lowers you into the hole. Pulls the rope back up. Rock on, my friend. Yeah, Jackson. Let's go. I'm ready. Uh-oh. <laughs> of course it's Rocco. <laughs> I'm going to have Jackson spend the luck to make this a success. Thank you, Jackson. Don't drop me. (laughs) So the the rope slips a little bit um, as Jackson's lowering you down. And you drop a good, like, five feet in one one Ah. chunk there. But then he catches it and manages to lower you safely. Sorry, Rocco. Uh, So close. Don't do that again. (laughs) I didn't like that at all. You're just making fun of me. And then you almost dropped me in a hole. I did want to drop me in a hole. Shh. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so. Let me do this. Do, do, do. A new oh. map. I have a token. Oh, look at you, Michael Harris. Handsome devil. I'm just going to leave Jackson and Dolores sitting there just in case something happens. <clears throat> so there you are. You find yourselves in this hallway. Okay. So the way that slope down is it to the north? Is This is the area that slopes down over here. Okay. This is the area that looks like a very dark doorway. And down in this direction is where the hall just keeps extending into darkness. Okay. So which... <clears throat> Rocco, which way did your little mouse say that the carceri were? Alright. Uh, tap my hand on my pinky or my thumb, left or right. Is 
gonna hold his hand out and then give him a left. Okay, I'm I'm paying. Oh, sorry. The answer. Okay, Amara. Hey, Amara. Hi. How are you? Everything okay? Everything is still a little bit better now that she's in bed. Awesome. <clears throat> okay. Well, we have news. Oh, geez. <laughs> um, when the flying polyp appeared, everybody mm -hmm. needed to make a sanity check at mm -hmm. having seen this creature for the first time. Mm -hmm. um, Dolores failed their sanity check. Mm -hmm. The potential <laughs> sanity loss was up to 20. You had to roll a d20. Did I roll a 20? Um, everybody has a number on their character sheet that shows when they go indefinitely insane. If you lose that number of sanity in one session, you're indefinitely insane. I am Dolores indefinitely number insane. Is a 14 and Dolores rolled a 16. I'm indefinitely insane. Uh, I don't know, but we don't have lithium in this universe. So, so this can be corrected by okay. spending a month or so in a sanitarium or some sort of similar um up until that point mechanically um you're incapable of doing anything because you are basically broken so should i just go no <laughs> no because what i am going to have you do is roll your psychic detonation for the sanity loss now okay. um what that's going to tell us is uh it, it, from a role play perspective how Dolores is behaving so you don't have to just act catatonic you can accompany the party and still role play okay um but you but can't do a whole lot then we'll see um liability fellas there's really nothing but um if you would roll me a d20 when you're able to okay. we'll tell you what your psychic detonation is welcome back Amara. Mm -hmm. I did promise you weren't going to die. So. I didn't die. I'll give you that. You rolled a 13. Mm -hmm. Lucky. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, pick A or B. A for Amara. Okay. Eh, um, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> incorrect. Okay. Where are we at here? Should it have been B for bitch? <laughs> B for Barbie. B for Barbie. I'm just Ken. Okay. You're Ken Uff. <clears throat> Ken Uff. I am Ken Uff. <laughs> I'm not sure how to. How is it going to work? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> well, 13A <laughs> is, is called Just One Thing. And oh. for. The duration, oh actually, of your goodness. indefinite insanity, you can only say one word or phrase. Oh. Um. Do you dictate what it is, or does Mark? Yeah, no, I don't care what it is. Um, I'm going to have to jot that down, whatever it is. That way, I it, It's whatever you choose. But I can only say the one thing. Like, that's it. That's like... Right. So you can wait... And, and and play along here and see what happens and like whatever you say that can be it. So are you like the rice ball guy from Jujutsu Kaisen? He doesn't. Are you just gonna be like mustard no. leaf? There you go. Well, he can say more than I will be able to. That's so fair. I mean, he can at least describe different kinds of food. 
<laughs> That's right. We're all weebs, internet. So you can... I don't know what you're talking about. So Just Amara and Ryan and me, I guess. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. You can use your word or phrase to try to emote. Like, you can, you can try to communicate with your friends. Okay. But you can't, like, say what you want to say. It's like... Like, I, I met this guy one time who had had a stroke, and all he could say was, yeah. But he was able, like, over the years to learn how to communicate different things by going, yeah, 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 yeah. So. Oh. He's going to say, oh. It can, be, it can be a phrase. It doesn't have to be a word. It's right. oh. Okay. 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 Oh. I know how to use that one. So, <clears throat> after that happened, um, the polyp, the polyps attacks are massive and powerful and many and he completely obliterated Luis de Mendoza and his Karasiri friend they turned them to oh, dust nice. basically <clears throat> so everyone just kind of explored the 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 area around the temple and found that um, there was like an open chimney in the ground and they have all descended uh, into this chimney to explore the tunnels beneath um, Jackson lowered them each down with a rope because he was going to stay on top with Dolores. But now that you're here, we can we can he can tie Dolores up and lower Dolores down to the party. If oh. you want Dolores to come along. Okay, I, I, Dolores, I don't I don't know I don't know what that means. Do you want to go with your friends? Oh. <laughs> oh no. Okay. okay. Nod your head if you would like to go with your friends. Oh. Okay, okay. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> Dolores has kind of come to a little bit and they would like to come down there. Okay. Okay. Send them down. Okay. Okay, Dolores, I'm gonna tie this rope under your arms. Okay. You're gonna sit on the edge of this chimney and, and I'm gonna lower you down. That's right, I forgot we're trying to be quiet. All right, you guys catch Dolores on the way down, okay? I'm not catching him. Someone else is doing it. Just slowly, just gently. I'm not dropping him. Oh. Yes, we'll do it. Hard success, so Jackson lowers Dolores down, and you can all sort of guide Dolores gently to the ground. Okay. So you can all see the map then? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so Amara, um, Rocco sent Lou down to scout things out. And we know that down in this direction to the south, the hallway extends into darkness. Over here, there is like a sharp drop in the passageway. Um, it, it angles downhill. And over on this side, there's a room that Lou said is full of shinies and two sleeping Karasiri. There's a door between us? There's no door. It's an open doorway. Oh. Open doorway, okay. Hmm. Grapes. And... Oh. Grapes. John is eating grapes. Oh. 
Jackson climbs down to join you. All right, gang, which way? Yeah. You speak up a little bit, Elaine. I think we should take care of the car three first. That was even worse, Haley. I think your hand is messing with your mic. I think we should take care of the car Siri first. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> okay. Michael, you're Doc Holiday. Is that your job? Okay. Um, I'll. Doc Holiday. Who's that? Famous Western gunslinger. Gotcha. Okay, Corral. Wyatt Earp. Not okay. my forte. Um, I will have my... What am I even using? It's been a while. I will have my revolver ready. And I guess I'll have, like, the, you know, gun in one hand, torch in the other, shine it, and sort of back against the wall. I'll pick around the corner. And, and you shine your Arthur? flashlight in? Slowly to sort of just be careful about it. I don't want to expose ourselves if I... So I'm not going to just like... <laughs> The flashlight gleams off of what looks like just mounds of gold. Um, there's this. Let me read a description of the room for you. The chamber is a plain stone-lined room, approximately 20 feet by 20 feet. There are three filthy reed mats on the floor obviously used as beds because this is where the tall car siri in the linen suit and the shorter female car siri lay sleeping the rest of the room is piled high with a miscellaneous collection of coins jewelry watches and ancient artifacts ranging from the contemporary to pre-incan many of the items are gold mixed with others there's gold there's jewelry there's armor there are books there's scrolls there are all sorts of things so i can see the two cars there mm -hmm. they're laying on the floor in these filthy looking reed mats okay um so okay i guess i can sort of see them now okay so and they do they seem to be completely in slumber right now they have not stirred. Okay. Noticeably. Okay. So I'll I'll motion for Rocco to sort of move into position with me. Jackson has a gun too. Oh yeah. Okay. Everyone who's a who's a good shot, sort of I'll wave you guys forward. Ryan has walked away. On the roof. But I think he would join you. Okay. Okay. So I guess gun trained, I will try to move slowly towards them to get an optimal shot. Okay. Give um, me a stealth roll as you move into the room. That's a failure. Uh, We're spending eight mm, luck points. You can push. I'm going to spend eight luck points. Okay. To make that a success. Okay. I'm going to go down to 76. 
Jackson's going to stop at the entrance to the room, thinking that it's probably best for maybe just you to move in at this point. Okay. That's a lot of junk. Okay. The car series still have not stirred. Do you want one of the others to join you? Um, I think that's fine. They can be there. Um, can I say that they're shining their light and I'm going to stash mine for now? Sure. Okay. Can I take my machete mm -hmm. and just try to jab it down the neck of one of them? You can. You want to do this simultaneously with the other one? With someone attacking the other one as well? I'm going to do one at a time. time. I think more people in here is going to make it harder to do stealthy if, if I manage to get here, so... Okay, you're going to make an, a machete attack on the neck of the man yeah, I'm, one. I'm just going to, like, shove the shove the knife straight into the neck. Like, I'm just going to do it... I'm just going to put it there and then down. All right. So, like... Is that going to require a roll still for me, or... Oh, yeah, the, the male or the female? The male. Okay. Whichever one's closer. Okay, it's not necessarily an attack roll, because they are sleeping, they are prone, they are... It's it's a stealth attack, basically, but um, we do need to make sh sure that you uh, successfully perform the maneuver. So okay. we're going to treat this like hacking through the jungle with the machete. So yeah. you could either make, I think it was a brawl roll or a machete attack roll. Yeah, I, I just have it brawl. I, we used strength as well. So yeah, my brawl's better. So okay, okay. well, uh, do I have this with advantage? Or whatever. Because the they're sleeping? Yeah, we're going to let you do it with a bonus roll because they are sleeping. Oh. Nice. 17 that out of 56. Is... Yeah. So, so that's that a is... good success. That's at least a hard success, right? Yeah. Does that change the damage roll at all? That's a or? hard success. Since they're asleep um, and the intent was to sever the head or completely cut through the throat or. Yeah, the like spinal completely column, fuck up the throat. Whatever you could do. Yeah. 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 It, the car seer never moves. The machete plunges all the way in through the throat. Okay. And, you know, blood comes out around it, but he, he never stirs. Does, and the other one doesn't even react to what I just did? There's no movement so far. Fuck, I'll do it again then. All right. <laughs> Just another roll. Mm -hmm. God damn it. Okay, bonus die still? Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. Same result. Okay. It is it is not difficult to kill a sleeping car series. Okay. Um make fuck. a spot hidden roll. I'd love to. Hard success. 32 out of 105. As you drive the machete through the throat of the second one, you mm -hmm. do notice that the bleeding has slowed on the first one, and uh -oh. the wound has begun to sort of re-seal itself. 
Yeah, I'm just gonna start hacking at it and like severing the head completely from the two. I'm gonna like motion the two of them get over here. We have to. So. Okay. So you call Jackson and Rocco into the room. Yeah, and let's just <clears throat> make it so that these guys can't reform. Uh, Rocco and Cheese's machete. All right, so um, <clears throat> since those successes of yours were on your bonus rolls, um, they weren't, well, they ended up being fairly definitive successes. So we'll let that stand for you, Michael. Rocco, let's have you make a, uh, a brawl or a machete attack. What mm -hmm. is better? This is a good question. Okay, yeah, whatever that'll work. Oh, god damn it. Uh, he's gonna spend the luck down for success. Okay, would you get a bonus? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, brown. We take <laughs> this. <laughs> what the heck? That's three ones in a row. In a row, yeah. <laughs> okay, Busted. good. So, um, so you're able to behead them uh, fairly easily with your machetes. However, you do remember that. The body does need to be further destroyed. I mean, if the if the heads and the bodies can be reconnected, they can heal themselves. Burn the bodies. Mm -hmm. But for the oh, time being, they are fully can, incapacitated. Yeah, we can kick the head away. They're like, gonna come back. They're gonna be mad. Yeah, well, we'll fucking burn it later. When we have time. First, <laughs> piles of gold. Does this just look like a stash? Um, make an education roll. Okay. Uh, I'm supposedly decent at that, I think. That's a failure. 80, uh, one out of 70. Come on, game. Okay. Yeah. It looks like a treasure room. And from, from looking at it, like I said, the items range from ancient to contemporary. So it's safe to assume that it's not as though it was all buried uh, with the temple when the temple was originally built. Yeah. But, like, there's no, like, engravings on the wall, right? Like, this is a stockpile. This isn't, like... It appears to be a stockpile room, yes. Okay. Of ill-gotten gains. Um, Jackson looks around and he's like, hey, guys, everybody can come in now. And this is the whole room. There's like no exits. Yeah, it's like 20 by 20. There's only the one entrance that you're able to see. Okay. Uh... <laughs> this is... This is a lot of treasure. Yeah, I'm... They've probably been busy for a while. Wow. Um, well, look, you know, I'm no looter. Um... But I do know the laws here in Peru are very lax when it comes to um, taking things from ruins. And to be fair, a lot of this doesn't look like it comes with the ruin. I'm just thinking this could really benefit the people of Puno a lot. But doesn't it carry like terrible curses and stuff? Like, I don't really know if we should be touching it. Well... So, 
what was the story exactly? Was gold used to seal the the demon, the god, whatever it was? There's a golden ward within the temple of, of which that bar is a piece. Mm -hmm. And you, you are were told to restore that bar to where it goes. It was Pride Loose, which started the Karasiri curse. Okay. Why were they ma massing all this gold then? Okay, so there's obviously more gold here, right? Can I take just something random gold and try to stick it to the skin of the body and see if it reacts to the gold or if our gold is special? You can. And there is no reaction with okay. the regular gold. Can I try the our special gold on it again, see if it like burns the skin? It does. It burns the okay. skin and it smolders and smokes and stinks. I believe we've determined that something about the runes on our gold yeah. is... Well, I was just like curious if they were doing something with this. Like, like maybe they do care about the greed aspect, but I imagine there has to be more relevance to the gold than just for the sake of value. Like, there's so much gold here, right? Like, this is a ton. This is like a, a fortune. There's more than just gold, too. There's there's books and scrolls and jewels and watches and. Oof. It's like they, they just threw whatever they took from their victims in here. Probably. Likely. They've been doing this for a while. <sighs> okay. Years. Maybe Dolores would like to look know. at the shiny things. I was about to say, D is probably in there uh, trying things on. No, don't you mean you're about <laughs> Well, I can describe what I'm doing, right? <laughs> out of character. In character. Oh, out of character. I'm looking at all the shiny stuff like, oh? Don't touch. Don't touch it. <laughs> okay. Oh, I throw it down. But Rocco, your, your rat wasn't kidding about shinies. Yeah, he saw it all. Okay, so we explore. We keep going deeper. That's what we're at now, right? Can I try and look for so. um, pieces with runes similar to the gold bar we have? You can. Make a spot hidden. Uh, let me roll my bonus dive. That's an extreme success. Yeah, that's not better. It's not better. So with an extreme success, uh, you don't spot anything that resembles the bar or appears to have um, the similar runes on it. This looks like um, just a lot of treasure. It's probably not the type of gold or the, the area of gold that you're looking for. Gotcha. You do find a lot of interesting items that catch your eye as you look around, but not what you're looking for. Are there any signs of um, items that have been marked by the Cult of the Bloody Tongue? With that spot hidden roll? So with that spot hidden roll, you were looking for 
items bearing the runes on your gold bar and or marks of the bloody tongue? Um, the bloody tongue was a secondary thought. I can make another roll for that if you if no, you think it that was would... an extreme success. I'll, I'll let it ride. Um, I did nothing... draw the um, cult of the bloody tongue tongue sigil. So, um, <laughs> Amar's like a Bond villain stroking her cat. Nice. <laughs> oh well, that's actually one a guy a mask of it. Right. Uh, no, it does not appear. Okay. As far as you're able to tell. <laughs> does there look like... Is there anything interesting any... that... Go, John, first. <laughs> okay. you, you started first. Um, Is there anything that looks like it's a weapon? Like, either contemporary or classical? And is there anything that looks like it might be mystical? in the As far as, like, books or tomes or junk goes i know like that might be harder to discern if like something is a magical amulet or something but like if something obviously it looks boots like is that. that what you were going to ask as well i was going to ask if lydia saw anything that was particularly arcane or interesting looking just sure. yeah she doesn't have she doesn't want to go like dig but okay let's have you both give me a spot seems... roll. okay Boot hidden Boot. That's a hard success for me. He sees nothing. Okay. But you're kind of looking for the same stuff. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and like a practical weapon. Like, not like, I'm not going to pick up a saber. But. Okay. You find. To satisfy sort of both of those um, inquiries. Okay. A long double-edged mm -hmm. dagger. Appears to be maybe 15th, 16th century. Um, it is double-edged, but any aesthetic value it might have had is marred by the fact that the blade is extremely dirty, pitted, and rust-covered. All right. It doesn't look like it's necessarily just a simple weapon though given your explorations in the past and your attunement to odd things it seems to you that it, it, it might have a purpose beyond being a simple mm -hmm. old crappy looking dagger is there like mm -hmm. any recognizable elements to it like cultural aspects or something or symbol? Um, you said it's kind of rusted over right but you would give me an education roll okay Oh, that is a normal success. Making a guess, you would say it's Italian craftsmanship, perhaps? Okay. Renaissance-era Italian. Definitely no. European, not... A European design, yes. Not Mesoamerican. Correct. Okay. okay. Hmm. I have a feeling I'll hold on to this, I guess. Um, did you say there was something else, or is that it? Yes, while you're looking for weapons, you in particular, Michael, this catches your eye. Okay. Um, there is what appears to be 
a uh, an icon of some sort. It's about the size of a book, and it's encased in some sort of dark wood, covered in hieroglyphs which look vaguely Egyptian, but perhaps not. Okay. And it appears to be hinged. It looks as though it's got leather hinges. Mm. A book? But it catches your eye because of the but hieroglyphs it, yeah. on it. Yeah. Okay. It's you, about the size of a book, but it doesn't look to be a book necessarily. It is hinged, though. Is that a box of sorts? Can I open it? Yes, it is not locked. Okay. And if you if you open it, the 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 covers, for lack of a better word, are wooden, some sort of a dark wood. Um, it contains a, a set of what might be ivory tablets inside. It's fairly heavy. Oh boy. <clears throat> the tablets are set with lapis, jasper, and malachite, and they form an icon that portrays a tall individual of indeterminate gender dressed in the accoutrement and crown of a pharaoh. One of the tablets is smooth and it's covered in what appear to be various names written in many different languages with different inks uh, Latin, Byzantine, Arabic, Greek, English, and catching your eye, one of the names written on this tablet uh, in sort of a sepia-toned ink is Augustus Larkin. Aww. So there's names in a bunch of different languages on the, the on one of the one of the ivory tablets. Okay, and that's all this tablet has is just names. Well, there's the icon that's created out of different jewels and things, which okay. is clearly a pharaoh. Which, yeah. given the hieroglyphs on the cover, you're aware of what this in indicates. Mm -hmm. And that is probably uh, the black pharaoh. That is your assumption, yes. Okay. And Augustus Larkin is written in English, or...? Yes, just his name is signed in script. And there doesn't seem to be, like, any sense of, like, this is, like, some binding thing. This may be just a ledger. Do you, do you get any sense out of this, Lydia? Does Lydia get any sense out of this? Make an occult rule. Occult or Cthulhu mythos? I'll let you choose. I'll, I'll, okay, I'll do. Ooh. Oh, 71 out of 71. Look at you sniping. <laughs> so you indicate to Lydia Such a that snipe. This, That's definitely... That this is the Black Pharaoh, you believe? That... It is an icon of Neolathotep. Are you asking me? You, yeah, you make mention of that, Michael? Yes. Can I make an occult check to see if that matches? 
because that's that's what given that that's your skill yeah okay sure um wow (laughs) it's dark you've made the assumption it's dark yeah lydia given your delvings into the occult and, and various research that you've done um this icon would appear to you to perhaps signify some sort of a contract with an old god the okay. names written on it maybe are those who have entered into contract with him this looks like an agreement between two entities I mean that um, makes sense because we know Gustus was part of the the cult of the bloody tongue right and yeah yeah so this might be me. his Mm-hmm. Do you see um, a version of Damon Doza's name on there, either in like Italian or Spanish? Are you asking Lydia? Yeah, or I guess I'm sort of vocalizing that while also seeing if I can see something that looks like that. I'm not, I don't speak Spanish, but I. It's a name. Would recognize so, it still, I think, yeah. right? Even if it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You do not. Okay. Is there a backside to the tablet? Like the back cover? As it were. Yeah, it's an it's an ivory tablet. What's like on the flip side of it? Yeah, so it's it's covered on either side with this dark wood and hinged with leather. You oh, open okay. it and so you find like... these ivory tablets inside. Okay. It's like a book, but yeah, it's it's a one one sided sheet. It's it's like there are two tablets. One of them has the icon, the other has the names. Okay. But the other side of those tablets are maybe affixed <laughs> to the wood. So it's like, okay. it's just a single fold thing. And just the two tablets in here? Correct, yes. Okay, okay, I, I understand it better now. So the icon is pretty big then, like it, it's a fairly detailed, it takes up the whole tablet? On the first the, one? The whole ivory, yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, how big is the sheet? I would say that the whole thing is like the size of my clipboard. Okay. So like 10 by 13, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Tomorrow. So that you don't have to just sit there not engaging. Um, Dolores, well, while Dolores can't, like, um, make your checks or anything like that, you, I will let you, like, engage with the group more. Like, you can, you're not completely just a vegetable, walking vegetable, you know. You can, you can engage with things and, uh, I mean... So, like, when um, when John asked about something being in Spanish, mm-hmm. I, I know mm-hmm. enough Spanish. Am I able to just, like, go look at it and be like, oh, if it was? Or is that um, off limits? It's what should be off limits by rules. But perhaps we'll let you make power roll 
with a penalty die for things of that nature. And okay. if you succeed, we'll let you engage a bit. Can I parse through the stuff and if I see anything that I think might be significant, like draw attention to it, even if it's like. Um, let's uh, have you make a power. I guess I'm trying to figure out how far I can push it to be useful. Right. Without you just having to sit there and listen. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, go ahead and make a power roll with a penalty die. Okay. How do I. Power is up yeah. in your... Yes, but how do I do the penalty? Oh, just at the bottom of the result, it says bonus slash penalty. Okay, I just see now. That. No, it's even... Okay, so 54 is your result out of 70. So that is a success. So um, go ahead and make a spot hidden roll and... I will tell you what catches your eye. Okay. Oh. Oh. So as you're sort of wandering around this room, looking at the pretty shiny things and looking for things to try on, um, you find a large wooden box and the box is divided into like 12 compartments with with like packed hay sticking out of it. And in some of the compartments, there are little glass bottles and you find this very interesting. I start like fiddling with it, shaking the bottles a little bit, kind of like parsing through like every soft and I'll just like quietly like, oh. Somebody make a listen roll, one person. Um, Elaine will do it. Okay. You hear the, the glass bottles clinking as Dolores is sort of playing with them. Pointing uh, out and then, and Elaine Dolores will... saying, Ope, Ope. Elaine will go over and kind of look at the bottles and then think about the bottle she purchased from Abner Wick and we'll pull one of them out and kind of compare them to the bottles. There are 12 compartments in this box and only five of them have um, intact bottles in them. They are very old, very, very dusty and they're stoppered with cork. But they contain a substance that looks identical to your healing salve that you purchased. Oh, from the mm -hmm. the, t the nearby town? Mm -hmm. um, I'll say to the group, I think Dolores found some healing salve for the group, which is good because we're running low on it. Good job, Dolores. I clutch the box. Hug it. Big ol' like goofy grin. So you have five. Yeah, more Dolores. Five more. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, I will add that to the group amount, if that's okay with everybody. Um, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So we have eight now, which is great. Um, I'm going to just rest my hand on Dolores's shoulders and just kind of give a little, like, affirming rub. Oh. Uh, can Elaine look around this room for anything that has, like, mechanical contraptions or anything that looks like it can be fiddled with in order to achieve something? You can. Give me a spot hidden all. Yep, okay. Hard success. Let me roll my bonus. Uh, it's Hard the same. Success. You find something that looks at first glance to be maybe some sort of a of a, a gear or wheeled contraption um but you pick it up to discover that it is a length of wood like a little wooden dial rod with just vertical or horizontal grooves cut into it all along and on it um there are two rings made of metal they're like on either end of this wooden dial dowel <clears throat> and they are the, the the shape of almost an ouroboros like a snake eating its own tail mm -hmm. so it, it turns out that it's not something mechanical it appears to be two two rings just slid onto this wooden piece or at least not mechanical that you're able to see i will show it to um lydia and say do you think that this these rings have any kind of meaning to them or usefulness uh cthulhu missiles no sir occult lee i will always let you choose whichever you prefer unless it's right. directly not cthulhu <laughs> well lydia you know that there are many rings of power in this world and not all of them are accounted for um Nine rings. <laughs> <laughs> they are identical rings. It appears to be jewelry. Um, My God. What the significance of the snake eating its own tail design is, you couldn't say for sure. But it's definitely a pair. It's an identical pair. Okay. Um... This looks like some sort of power situation. How many rings are there? There are two on this piece of wood. Got it. With the grooves oh, in the wood going between them. I don't know what I'm looking at, Lee. You don't. You, you're looking at it. <laughs> I don't know what it's for, but it looks like jewelry. It probably is cursed. So I shouldn't put on these Aaron, fancy rings? You can put them on side of caution based on everything else we've seen in here. So, um, you know, just... It's been a long day. Elaine's gonna pocket them. Okay. Alright. Not gonna put them on, but she's going to pocket them. Okay. Outside of that, the only <sighs> mechanical devices you see are... are a, a fair number of, of watches, pocket watches, 
wristwatches of all time ranges from the present to whenever watches were invented. Sounds good. Perhaps there's a, a sailor's, you know, like a sextant there or something somewhere. This device is like that, but nothing unusual looking. Gotcha. Okay. Are you looking for things that you could take components out of to build other things? I think she was just uh, she was just looking for items that looked like they might need to be worked. She was trying to feel useful. Okay. Because she hasn't, or she didn't do much in terms of coming down here and taking out those people. Okay. Um, did you want to use that hard success to spy, to like catch a glimpse of anything additional in the room other than what you're specifically looking for? Mm. Or are you focused on that? I think that was what she was looking for. Okay. Nothing else comes to mind. And Michael also had a hard success. Um, John, so you were looking for occult items specifically. Um, having found the tablet, would, would like books or scrolls or anything like that catch your eye as well? Yeah, I'm just maybe something that could be useful to like any of our more practiced <clears throat> practitioners. Okay. So, another thing that stands out is um, some papers that appear to be bound in some sort of skin, some sort of hide. Human. There is a distinct Human. smell of sulfur to this book. That's exciting. That's Someone farted in it. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what they do with this stuff here. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Um. So it's there's no just there's like no um no markings on the covers of this leather. Yes, bound there is. There is the cover reads the stanzas of Zon, which is spelled D Z Y A N. What have I ever heard that name before? <laughs> you have probably not. Um, make an occult roll. An occult roll. Um, my occult roll is specifically for... Specific to Neolithotep. Yeah. Right. So, that's an extreme success. You know that this title has nothing to do with any connection that you've ever made to Neolithotep. Okay. Uh, could I make a Cthulhu Mythos roll for my general then? Since that's um, like two separate. Because I don't have like a normal occult roll. I just have like my version of the cult roll, which is specifically for my. For Nile. Right. Um, I'm going to say that the, the two are going to give you a similar result here. Okay. Like, it's 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 interconnected. Here you can you can safely assume that this probably has something to do with the Cthulhu realm, you know, with the mythos yeah. in some way. So, and it may well be connected to Nyarlathotep, but not in any way that you have ever heard. Yes. So the stanzas of Zon. Zon. 
does this is it like um so it's a leather bound book there's is it thick or is it just seems like few pages no it's thick okay thick if you look at the at the pages within at all they are like woven paper it's not mm. it's not just simple you know typewriter paper it's like human, textured. It's the Necronomicon. Skin and human hair. You don't know if it's skin, if it's human, but it's some sort of hide. Yeah. Oh, just joking. <laughs> you okay. have not found the Necronomicon. <laughs> so. I wasn't going to put it like, it didn't seem an <laughs> unlikely thing at this point. If I flip open a page, is it in English? It is in English. Okay. Mm, What's this mean to you, Lydia? Have you ever heard of this guy? Zom. Lydia, give me. Give me also a library use rule. Oh, oh. oh. It's like it's find it the way this. There it is. <laughs> That's right. You got a successful occult and a successful library use. We're going to let those stack. I know that guy. You, Zon is not a guy. You're astounded by this discovery, actually. You probably rush over to Michael's side, and it's all you can do not to grab it out of his hands. Now, <laughs> you have heard of these stanzas, um, but you've never seen them. In fact, nobody, to your knowledge, has. Uh, you're aware of a version of this text which was written mm -hmm. by Madame Helena Petrovna Blavatsky, which was called The Secret Doctrine. It was written in 1888 and is purported mm -hmm. to be a translation of these very stanzas. But um, most people didn't believe her. They, they believed it was some sort of forgery um, because she's the only one who has claimed had claimed to have ever actually seen these stanzas so that's it's almost like a mythical text that she claims oh to have translated oh boy oh boy oh boy um, uh-huh uh-huh she says that the original text was tibetan but most people believe that the origin of this text if it were real um w was from atlantis originally um well, that's are, fun. Are you going to start paging through and reading this translation at all? Just skimming it? I think she's going to be like skimming kind of kind of delicately, like okay. looking through it and kind of she, she kind of goes into a fugue state. She her librarian mode is just like full hyper focused on like it. She she loses her. She is gone. Okay. Lydia is not here. Lydia is, is booking. Who is... If I could really quick um, make a listen roll and just make sure nobody is yeah, approaching us. Sorry, I just got paranoid for a second. I'm like, oh yeah, we could have people coming after us. That's a success. 64 out of 83. The the area is silent other than the noises that all of you are making. You don't hear any, okay. any approach. Cool. Continue. Okay. Um... So, what's up with your book? Who is that guy? You. Um. Um. This. This. Well, okay. So. Um. I need to take this. 
yours. Uh, this the secret doctrine, oh. which was the translation which you have read, as you're skimming through this, mm -hmm. um, bears very little resemblance to the actual text. So it appears that the secret doctrine was a fraudulent translation in large part. Um, you are seeing references which claim that sentience originated oops we lost Amar. no we didn't okay Ooh. originated on an astral body called valaros um Valeros. make me an occult roll success you know that valaros is a term for venus so these texts are claiming that sentient life originated on Venus and came to Earth. Um, I'm so into this. It's as... Oh, we lost Ryan and Amara. Weird. Huh. Yeah. That's weird, because Haley's still here. There he is. Ryan's back. <laughs> Shit's fucked up, yeah. And Amara's back. Nice. Okay. Um... <laughs> You see that it claims that um, uh, I lost my place. Okay, uh, enlightened angels raised humanity on on Earth on the continents of Hyperborea and Atlantis. And as you're reading this, you make a connection back to the book that you were shown in Shanghai by um, mm -hmm. I forget her name. But it was called yes, wondrous intelligences and you recall that yes. it had uh wood carvings of very strange looking angels and talks of ap apocalyptic uh happenings and so this passage calls to mind that book for you mm -hmm. um it says that um once they humanity was raised on these continents um it was released and the this book goes on to describe the fall of numerous civilizations all over the world, including uh, the Incas. It recounts uh, the raising of cities and the slaughter of innocents and refers to summoning horribly monstrous creatures. You see that further back in the book, there are a number of um, incantations and spells which are laid out. Uh, there are a number of summoning spells which are far more complex and specific than the summoning spells that you have learned to date. Right. If you want to study these spells, it's going to take you some time. Mm -hmm. But you see that um, it refers to summoning things called the Dark Young, which Ooh. you already have access to through the serv Servitors of the Outer Gods yeah. spells. Uh, it also okay. refers to Bayaki. And dimensional shamblers but again <laughs> there's a lot to get into with these summoning spells yeah yeah there's also a a reference which if you're if you're sort of just stream of consciousness spouting out what you're finding out loud mm -hmm. um sets michael's hair on edge Ooh. and it refers to contacting nephron ka Michael knows that Nefren Ka is the Egyptian name of the Black Pharaoh. Gotcha. So there's a description of a rite in this book of how to contact Nyarlathotep. 
Oh. This call it's the phone book, you guys. Finally. I just met you, and this is crazy, but I'm a black god, so call me maybe. Wow. Wow. Finally, your your skim through the book um, mm -hmm. reveals a number of stanzas which appear to be prophetic. Uh, the okay. first each stanza has a little sort of illustration beside it, which um look somewhat familiar to you you're, you're trying to place them um mm -hmm. perhaps dolores at this point could sort of wander over and like look over your shoulder at what you're doing and dolores does have a photographic memory even though they are in a state of mental confusion and psychic brokenness um dolores these images trigger uh, your memory you you know what they refer to um, let's have you make um, an education or intelligence role whichever one's higher okay. mm -hmm. success okay um, through through a series of opes and pantomimes, perhaps <laughs> you're able to convey to Lydia and, and trigger for Lydia what she's looking at. These are um, drawings of continents. They're little sketches oh. of of you know the outlines of continents. The first one, uh, now that you're aware of this, is very clearly a drawing of Africa. And the stanza beside it, if you would like to read these stanzas out loud to your friends, um, is going to trigger Dolores' memory of one of her time travel episodes and um, perhaps send Dolores into a bit of a panic. Um, it says... Oh, Lydia's not reading any of this out loud. She's, she's oh, you're not. around Okay, the well then this, this, this does not affect she's Dolores. She's describing then. stuff, but she is not reading verbatim. Okay. Um... And and very deliberately, she is skipping around and not reciting chains of things that she can read in there. The prophetic stanza beside the little drawing of Africa says, A force mm -hmm. of beckoning chaos bestride the hot mountain, wrapped in foul wind with terrible tongue bathed in blood. <clears throat> His obscene spawn shall tear wide the firmament releasing the great cataclysm. Hmm. And then by the next little sort of sketch of a continent, which looks a lot like it might be Australia, it says, Beneath the desert sands lies a great city once lost to time. Here the beast haunts the dark, awaiting the power to rise once again. He shall open the void, and his brethren shall spill forth to ravage this world. The third okay. continental illustration is a little harder to discern, but... Um, it doesn't look like maybe it's a complete continent. It might just be sort of the shoreline. And you can sort of piece together that it, it resembles Asia. And the bulk of it is most likely China. Got it. And it says, Beneath the dormant mount, the servants shall unleash a great fire upon the heavens, ripping the sky asunder. Their frenzied blasphemous orgies will call forth the ravenous old ones to feed freely on this cursed plain. And the final prophetic hey. stanza um, is beside a drawing of an eye. 
and this stanza appears to perhaps refer to a solution to the problems presented in the previous three stanzas. Under the eye, the words eye of light and darkness are written and underlined. And the stanza says, with the blood of an innocent and the will of the brave, the priests stood high above the land, chanting over the great stone. The red pupil blazed bright as they secured the dark place once more. Now spent, they gathered their dead and descended slowly into the dawn. And that's what your skim of the book reveals. Boy, howdy. You're probably very excited to delve further into it when you have time. Yes. But that is will, not now. She's. I will type all of that out and, and send you a link to it. Right. Um, so maybe, maybe Dolores is just... What's that? Uh, for whatever reason, my computer's being weird, so I had to close roll 20. So if you need me to do any rolls, if you could roll them for me, that would be great. Okay, sure. That's no problem. Just don't make me worse. I won't make you any worse. <laughs> unless something horrible happens. Unless you get worse. Unless I get worse. So as you were skimming that, Dolores was probably enraptured by the little drawings of continents that they recognized. Okay. D would pull out their sketchbook and start drawing continents. Just any of them that come to mind. Maybe humming, if I'm allowed to do that. You can, yes. Well, while they're, the two of them are sort of wrapped up in this, I'm going to do just a checkup on our little two car series friends and make sure that they're not fixing themselves. The, yeah. the severed neck stabs, stabs if I need to. The severed necks <laughs> and the, you know, the, I don't know where you kick the heads off to. Other um, side of the room. Maybe, maybe sort of little tendrils are like just sort of wriggling there, sort of seeking the other half. Oh. But they're not attempting to rise or anything. They're sort of just looking to stitch themselves back together. Okay. But there's no awareness apparent. Is that all the seeking we're going to do? Does anybody want to do like Rocco? I don't think you've done any any searches of the room yet, have you? Rocco has been <laughs> like just holding his back from the searing <laughs> earlier because he hasn't really been able to do anything else. Like I don't know what else we can we can get from here. I guess I could send Lou out to scout his favorite shiny, maybe. You want to look for shinies? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and do a spot hidden for Lou. Go go Power Ranger! Extreme success. The the room's full of shinies, right? Like there's right. there are jewels and gold <laughs> everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, digging about, Lou comes across a jar. About the size of a mason jar, mm. which is covered with 
um, like a, a piece of, you know, canvas or something and wrapped off with twine. Okay. Um, inside the jar is what looks like a grainy, very silver powder. Like it stands out from the gold because it's like a brilliant silvery. Got it. Look, but the jar is full of it. This mason jar is full of the silver powder. Uh, let's see. Uh, Lydia, do you think uh, you got any uh, bead on the silvery powder here that Lou found? Ah! <laughs> no. Oh, no. Nope. Not even a little bit. I'm well, sorry to say. It's what he found, and I trust him, so we'll take it along. Maybe we'll check All it right, out later. sounds good. It does not appear to have any occult value. It just looks cool. As far as I know, anyway. It gives off... Given your um, ability with firearms, um, it gives off a scent of, of gunpowder, almost, but more caustic than that. Ooh. Uh, big... Maybe a big boom type yeah. of thing. Well... Maybe. I don't know if I really should be carrying this around, but uh, who, who knows? Maybe it'll come in handy. Can Elaine make an alchemy roll? Yes. She's, Elaine can make an alchemy roll, she said from the darkness. I'm gonna cast magic in the soul in the darkness. <laughs> Elaine's back. Yes. Uh, alchemy, alchemy, alchemy. Where are you? There you go. Uh, oh! Yeah, to forty-six. I kind of feel like spending the luck for that. You want to know what my boom patterns about? It might be useful. I spelled. I spent it. Okay. Um, it reminds you of magnesium powder, mm -hmm. but again, it, it it seems to be more potent than anything like that that you're aware of. We could get a flash or a bang or a boom out of this, huh? Boom, bada boom. Um. Okay, so is Elaine familiar with the potency, or sorry, the um, the likeliness of magnesium powder to be explosive? Or sure, you would be. I'm just wondering what her familiarity is. So it's like magnesium, but maybe more explosive. Maybe. Like some kind of alloy or something. Okay. Yeah, this the, the, the scent of it has like a real bite to it. It's like... It smells potent. Mm. Okay. Good to know. Okay. Jackson, do you want to look for something? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's I getting mean, their turn! Let me tell, let me, let me you take don't a look. look. I don't know. We'll do one more. I got more shit here, so. <laughs> yeah, Lydia's still looking around, having seen now that this book is here. She's, she's probably more interested now than she necessarily was. 
I mean, we've already found a lot of stuff. Jackson has failed. Lydia is more interested in looking around. Well, just because this book because was this book? like the first thing somebody picked up, and so she's like, "Holy shit, what else?" So is then here? you're gonna maybe be like, oh. I'll, "I'll let you. I'll let you make based on that. I'll let you make one more spot hidden." Uh-huh. I see nothing. It's very dark. I'm not even gonna try to push that. Like, no. Okay. All right. Job, Jackson, so Jackson kind of looked around and he's just like, I mean, do you, should we try and take any of this treasure with us? Uh, Wouldn't hurt. Yeah, but we don't need to carry it right now. We got, uh, right, right. We have, a, we have a job. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's get, let's put the piece of gold back and then we can come out this way or whatever. Does that sound good? Sounds good. So the question remains, do we want to head towards the darkness that's on the same level as this or the downhill darkness? Do we want to um, descend into darkness or stay on the same level of darkness? Maybe let's try exploring what's up here first and see if it goes like farther in. Because okay. I have a feeling going down is probably yeah our where we're going to find what we're looking for. Mm -hmm. so we'll just make sure there's nothing behind us, I guess. I think that's fair. I mean, Rocco could always send yeah. Lou again if you wanted to. Oh, Louie. <laughs> Rocco, can you only do that with rats? Uh, you know, I hadn't really tried. What are you thinking? A small bird? Uh, there's no small birds around, and we didn't bring anybody down in the hole it's, with us, so... It's a jungle, Rocco. Oh, yeah. Um, I I could, but I, I always kind of feel like I gotta be close to him or see him or something. I, I don't mean right now, but I just mean... Like, I don't know, I was thinking it might be nice to send a carrier... Not literally, but a carrier pigeon with a message back to them, and maybe we could tell them about it. I mean, it's about not a the, bad idea. Where we found it. But I don't know if you can do that. Because we're not going to get a bird just to magically do it for us. No, and, and my brain isn't exactly in a great condition to, to try and call the birds, I don't think. I'm going to try it with Luke, because he's easy. <laughs> can Luke fly? No, he can't. Okay. <laughs> no, I never tried, and I don't want to do that. Weird question. It wouldn't be the weirdest thing. No, it's true. We've seen some weird things, like a polyp coming from most split in the universe. That was something. Man, that was something. We all looked at it, and we felt okay, except for well, Dolores. But he's doing okay, I think. I oh. Dolores. Yeah, that's the spirit. You sound like your old self again. Just like you always say. Oh. Alright, Lou, get to it. Be feet. What's your instruction for Lou? Alright, Lou, go and check the scary catacombs we're trying to go. We're looking for more creepy things like the dead things back there and probably 
I guess not more shinies. This should be all the shinies, I think. There might be more, but I guess the south hallway. Please check the south hallway, Lou. Look out for bad guys. So you're sending him down this way? Yes. Straight down? Okay. Off into the darkness. And Rocco, in the middle of your brain, you hear... Uh, geez, boss. Oh, it fucking stinks down here. It flies and... Oh, it's bloody body mess everywhere, boss. It's just, it's just bloody. It's too hard. Ah, come on back, boss. It's come on back, Luke. Come on. That I saw. Towards the body pile. Well, everybody, this is the best of it. Uh, everything else is absolutely the worst. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I guess we're heading down. Yeah. Unless we want to search the bodies. Which I don't think the any of us pit? can take that. I don't think there's anything. I think nobody wants to check the bodies. So let's find the gold place and put it back and leave. Yeah, we'll eh? put the gold war Sound back. good? Sounds fantastic. you heads down the slope uh this way right mm -hmm. there's two pathways the order it slants sharply downhill for a ways and then it comes out into this passageway which is like it it branches off to either direction like an l straight okay. ahead or straight down and in the wall on the side of the passage right in front of you there is an unbroken golden band which catches the gleam of your flashlight running along the hallway in both directions oh, disappearing oh. Off into the darkness the band is imprinted with runes identical to the ones on the bar that you have oh shit okay so i guess we just have to find it then and put it back yep i think should... that's probably correct let's do a sweep and and see if it i'm i want to see if there's just one break yeah because it would we only have one piece and they would be great if there was only one break <laughs> Um, do we... Okay, so I'm gonna slowly, carefully, and do I see or hear anything as I move down this way? You don't, just the echoes of your own footfalls. Okay. And as you proceed in that direction, the golden band is still unbroken as you go. Okay. Doop, 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 doop. Do, 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 do. There's like a weird thing happening on this corner. I don't know what's up with that. Like Still the broken. The okay. floor. Yeah, there was as like you, a weird thing with the light. But as you turn that corner, right yep. beside the wall, there is a pile of rags and bones. Uh oh. Ooh. 
Elaine is going to kind of duck behind Michael. Does this look at all like the one we saw before? Um, yes, it looks like exactly like the one you've seen before. The bad one. You think? You avoided it. As long as we don't touch it, right? I think that's right. It hasn't moved or stirred. It's not moving. It's just a pile of rags and bones. <sighs> okay. Idea. How about let's not... Let's back up and then go the other way and see if we loop around. Okay. I'm just sort of going to mm-hmm. keep an eye on it as I back up. Sure. Come on, Jackson. You go ahead. Jackson will come along. Okay. <laughs> I just don't want to move the token right now. I'm, I'm moving the yeah. the map for the stream. So. Okay. We'll just say Jackson's with you. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I'm going to go along this way. Is it safe to say that everybody's following us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're kind of as a group. Okay. As you go, the, the golden band continues unbroken along this long, straight stretch of hallway. Okay. And now it, it goes south. It does. The band still continuing. As you approach this end of the hallway, you can hear like a dripping, like a thick dripping sound. No, we don't like thick dripping. Mm. Is this (laughs) right? Absolutely not. Where Lydia is. Is that where Elaine? Is that Elaine? Is that you, Haley? Right here? Yeah. 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 Oh, who's this? Oh, that's Michael in the front. Okay, yeah. I can't tell from here. Right as you come around the corner, your flashlight reflects off of a viscous pool on the floor. Ooh. It is whitish and thick, and it has a foul, rotting stench to it. It appears to be liquid. It appears to be at least 20 feet across. It's fat. And in this milky white substance, you can see at least one white form wriggling and swimming. No. And you hear the dripping, sloshing sound more prominently. No. No. Lipids. (laughs) Lipids. <laughs> no. If you so there's like um a larva maggot thing swimming around in it. Yes. Yeah. How big is this thing? Um, it's it it's very. The image of it there is very big. I just did that so you could see it. It's the size of the ones you've seen, like okay. the size of a human hand. No. <laughs> and as don't try stepping as it on swims about. Food. You do see another one come along as well. Swim in there with it. If you guide your flashlight beam along the golden band, 
you will see that about at the center of this pool of white fluid, there is a gap. And there's a gap in the gold. And behind it, in the wall of the stone wall, there is a large crack that is formed. And dripping, oozing out of this crack is this whitish fluid forming the pool. And as you watch, another one of these little white maggot forms wriggles out of the crack and plops into the pool and begins swimming with the other ones. So there's a crack in the wall. wall. Is it where is there like a broken piece in the golden band? That's yeah, that's what I that's that's where it's coming from. Was trying to describe. Yeah, Yeah. it's right about here, probably. Nope. Nope, So it's like it's squeezing out of the where where the band is broken. The band has been broken. The wall behind it has cracked and this fluid and these maggots are coming out from within. Burn it with fire. Yep. Well, the problem is we're in an enclosed space and smoke likes to fill up a space. But I I like the idea. Um, (laughs) Do you still have that hand grenade, Dolores? No, we don't want to we don't want to damage the wall. Okay. All right. All right. That's just going to make it worse. More of that's going to come out, right? Deproduces the hand grenade. (laughs) I can try and sing at them and see what happens. Okay, so it's it's approximately like here. Yes. Okay. Let me see if it helps. How deep? How deep? You want to put Jackson right there so you can see it. Okay. How deep is this pool of viscous lipid liquid? The depth is difficult to tell. Um, The hallway on the other side appears to be the same level that you're standing on. Um, If this has been oozing out of here for 500 years, it's safe to assume that it has probably eroded the floor to a degree. Um, given that there is this pool there. It's not just a puddle on the surface of the ground. Mm-hmm. So it has a depth. It's impossible for you standing on the edge of it, the flashlight to gauge the depth. Mm-hmm. Deep enough that these things are able to swim under the surface of this fluid. Which um, somebody, maybe two people, give me a natural world roll. Am I good at that? I don't think any of us are. I'm not particularly good at it. I have a 30. I oh, have a I have a 23. You're better than me. Okay, I'll roll one of them. Oh, I succeeded! Anybody else? 25 out of 30. I did not. My dice are back, you guys. I didn't <laughs> miss them. Elaine, given what you know about this place and what you were told that the Karasiri do sucking the fat out of humans and vomiting them into the Gross. crack on the top of the temple. You nope. can infer that this pool is largely like probably fermented human fat. Nope. Absolutely not. That Ew! <laughs> 
<laughs> just that don't laid you. Ew, I just like had to just process it for a moment. Decide. Oh no, I already. We're, we're already in kind of like a Fight Club style thing. Like yeah, Tyler Durden was, is making like, these. We should start a soap making business. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh... So if it is fat, your idea of burning it might work. And everything we'll burn... else. Yeah, but it'll stay it where it's put, stone. I think. This is all stone, right? Like, none of this is wood. It's, it's all stone. Yeah. So we and might want to be careful the, about Wouldn't burning. the gold wood burn, then? The what? Isn't the piece of gold wood, wouldn't that, isn't that at risk of burning? It's gold. It's pure gold. Oh, I thought it first. I, I, for some reason, I thought it was ward. gold painted wood. No, it's gold. Yeah, it's a war. You know, it's just someone's craft craft project. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, can I take my machete and kind of like dip it into the lipid liquid and sort of just test and see if they like react? Mm -hmm. Gross. Sure. Are they attracted by like? Yeah, I mean, by the the motion, the movement, the the submersion of something into the pool, they are all attracted to it. Gross. Okay, so these are like about this big, right? Yeah, roughly. Can I try to take a stab at one of them as it gets close? As it swims past? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Make so, a um, machete roll. Make a machete roll um, with a penalty die, though. Okay, so that's a 37 with the penalty die. That's a fail. It's an 87. Yeah. So it's it's tough to gauge the depth in this, like, just yeah, milky fluid as it goes <sighs> past. You, you take a swipe at it, and you end up like, splashing it on your pants legs um, a little bit. And you miss the thing. It's surprisingly agile. You you did note that they were m more mobile than you would have expected them to be when you saw them on land. So, mm -hmm. they're good swimmers. I don't like any of it. Okay. Was there... Was there anything that we saw in the room that we could have used as like to make a platform? Like broke like stone debris, bricks, like a big slab. Have we seen anything like that? Something that we could like drop into this pool? Sort of the reed, the reed mats, the bodies of the Karasiri, perhaps. There were no like planks or there was nothing useless in that room. It was all like it was all just stolen valuable. goods. Yeah. yeah. The stuff they couldn't eat. Useless. Okay. Um... Somebody's hungry. Oh, <laughs> folks. I don't know. I just know that I'm glad Norm is here with us. Norm's here. Norm's supporting. Is it 
a smooth wall outside of the crack that the that the that the ward is on the gold band meaning is it like built with rough stones or is it like there's no way to like hang on the wall to hold it um no unless you wanted to try and work your fingers in around the ward i don't want to damage the ward more than it's already been yeah, you don't you don't see anything that would serve as a foothold or a finger hold. And how wide is the pool again? It's probably about twenty feet across. Okay, so there's no running jump. <laughs> Maybe it's just like slide through. Let me try. Just... Yeah, there you go. Slide no, past and not. jam the no. ward in and slide through. If I if I press myself right against the wall, like so I'm as flush with it as I can be, and then I like use my machete to give myself like a little bit of extra reach, and I sort of test the ground near the wall, does it seem like it's not as is it shallow against the wall? Like against the wall it's against it, would I just Yeah, it doesn't slope down immediately, although the this pool stretches from wall to wall. Yeah. There's it's the edge of the pool is there, but it's the shallow part of the pool. If it gets deeper, however deep it gets, um, it slopes off from there. Like where the where the runout has come been coming from this crack is probably the deepest point, and it levels off toward the edges. So, like near the wall is going to be probably the shallowest part, off to the sides of the crack. Mm -hmm. But like if I kind of like test it. Does it get to a point where like my feet start to get submerged if I sort of like try to tippy toes? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah, that's sort of what I was getting at. Okay, and it's and very how slippery. Big is the hole? Sorry, how big is the hole? Yeah, the the piece of gold that's missing that you guys have is about two feet long, so there's about a two foot section of the ward missing. That's what we have, right? The crack in the middle of it is like maybe six inches at its widest point. It is formed directly in the gap where the gold has been taken. I'm just wondering if we can, like, Mage form. Hand. Yeah. Right, because we can't reach it, right? So. It's about, I would say, 10 feet away from you. Um. Should I try and. Because there's maggots, right? In the fat. Mm -hmm. Should I try and lullaby them? Just see if it works? It wouldn't hurt, right? I'm about ready to set it on fire just to see what happens. But... I think we know what's going to happen if we add fire yeah. to fat. But... We're going to have to get out of here and wait out the smoke if that happens. Right? Yeah, alright, alright. I mean, it, it's not the worst idea. I think like if we cannot come up with another solution, I think like we're either doing one of two things. We're going to set on fire and get out of here and like just let it burn out and then come back in on check it once it stops smoking. Or we go up top side again and we start dropping in like, I don't know, planks of wood or like some stone blocks and stuff. And we start trying to fill in the, the cavity that was formed and then make our way towards it. Because here's the thing. Even if we put the, the gold band in, we might we should probably try to at least do some quick cement patching for the wall too just just 
because, right? So and we might be here for a little bit, even if it's just sort of something temporary, right? We can shove in like some mud mixture or something clay in there, right? Just for the short term is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, is that something you think you could like sort of help us get towards the lane? That was what I was kind of thinking was based on my knowledge of alchemy and what I learned from Gertie and what we have at our disposal is if I can make some kind of a liquid glue that maybe we can use in conjunction with something else. Well, we can else. a clay. Yeah, well, a clay or a glue or something. Like, glue something to cover the hole so that it might stop it or... Um, Like, I have a feeling it is, like, I have a feeling if we restored whatever magic this is, the board, right, it will help it a lot, but I would just feel better if, like, we also did a bit of patchwork once that sort of happens. But, um, yeah, I don't know. How's everyone else feeling about this? Oh, I wonder what would happen if we just fix the hole. Like, will that will that undo something? Will that create? I, uh, you know. I think that would be a we... temporary fix for the leaking, but like it would probably just break through again. Like it. Oh no no no! I meant what what happens if we just restore the um, oh, the, gold? the gold piece? Like, does anything happen? Yeah. Oh, I I think it would happen. It's just I. I'm, I, I don't know how everyone's feeling, but I'm kind of getting the impression that nobody really wants to take a dip into the pool with the maggots. No. Do we have any fibers from that water tree still? Yeah. I took a bunch of them. Fibers? Maybe we can uh, weave the fibers together and kind of use that as a way to make a covering for the hole. Uh, I should be able to make that easily. And then perhaps we could use some kind of combination of... But we still have to get to the hole without dipping in and going yeah. over the maggots. Mm -hmm. I think if the maggots... As disgusting and absolutely horrendous this pool seems, I think if the maggots were dead, I would feel more comfortable with it. Yes. Well, the thing is, I have a... This is how the curse spreads, is through the maggots. Correct. Yeah. Like... It was probably not the act of stealing the gold that got Damon Doza in, into whatever he was. It was probably because a maggot came out and got him when he pulled the gold away. I don't know. He was the only person who could have really answered that, I suppose, but... And the maggots are huge, right? Yeah, they're like... The size of your hand-ish. As you're all talking, a fourth one squeezes out of the crack and <laughs> plops into the pool. No! 
Alright, um, as quietly as possible, Elaine is going to try and use her lullaby and target just whatever one is closest. Okay. And is going to just, like, lightly, like, quietly sing it as if she was trying to sing it to sleep. Okay. So she's going to make a sing roll and try that. I just want to see what happens. So she has a regular success. Okay. Um, which means the target makes a listen roll. Yes. And they get a normal roll. If they fail, they block their ears and nothing happens. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if the maggots have ears necessarily, but we've used this against other things, like the spider you used it against. So if, if they have some sort of sensory ability to mm -hmm. be affected by sound waves at all um we have the listen rule uh work and we got a hard success on the listen rule okay that's good for me so if the target succeeds on roll one they make a power roll okay. they're maggots how much power can they have Failed the power roll. <laughs> okay. That's great for us. Um, Alright, so now I roll a d6. Let's see what happens. Oh, hi. I rolled a 1. Um, I know. Okay, so the, the target is nauseous for 1d12 minutes, which means it has a penalty <laughs> to all rolls. Nowhere even. <laughs> so for 11 minutes. Okay, you don't see a reaction from the creature. Okay. Visibly. You're unsure. Maybe if you were a practice biologist that specialized in sort of larval life forms. To note if they were nauseous. Yes, well, if I was a practice biologist that studied macroinvertebrates, I might be able to tell you, but I don't. <laughs> it's quite funny. Did that do anything? I don't something? It, it, we, we determined that it did, but... I'm asking that in character. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, I don't no, I feel like something took hold, but it's either too mild to be showing symptoms, or it's immune to my singing. <sighs> it's worth a shot. Can't expect a maggot to have good taste in music anyway. Did you want to try to attack that maggot again to see if any, there's any different result? With Hi. the lullaby? Um, well, Michael used the machete previously. Oh, I see what you mean. Um, sure, yeah. Elaine's gonna... Well, is... What are you gonna try to do? I was gonna try and give it a pokey poke. With what? Hi, baby. Machete. But it probably makes sense. It, do you want to, Michael, do you want to try and hit it and no. see if it... I'm not that high. Um, I, I have a 26, so... 
I'm better. What than if that. we just shot all four of them? That's what well, I'm explosives and fat though. Again, we could yeah, but the explosive is in the caliber of the gun. I guess so. Yeah. Whatever. I'll I'll just back off a little bit and I'll take an aim shot at the the maggot that we think we affected. Sure. rings out through the hallway as I get an 82 <laughs> out of a 100. Do you have a penalty die because it was short range? Do I? No. Not on this. Um, what's the what's the damage? Five. Alright. Um, you hit it and it you know, sort of explodes in the uh, in the goo and kind of turns belly up and just floats there. Okay. Hooray! Hooray! Yay! Oh. Okay, I'll I'll take a shot at another one. Sure. Your ears are ringing, by the way, from taking a shot in these in, in these yep. underground hallways. So you're just going to take a shot at at a normal one of the other ones. Yeah, I'm just going to take another shot at one of them. Sure. I'm just going to take a aim it. Uh, is this going to be with a penalty or no? It's not in the same yeah. sequence, right? It's a whole new shot. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm just. I'm just taking yeah, them. Sure. I'm no, there's, one there's at no a time. Okay. Extreme success. That's the same a result. Damage. In fact, your in fact your 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 bullet actually blows this one in half, and it floats in two pieces. <laughs> You've killed all four. Hooray! So maybe we just do we know how to do this? You've seen, it's only a, just kind of lilt across. Only a matter of time, perhaps, before another one squeezes out of the crack. Okay. Gross. Glorious is clapping very quietly. <laughs> okay. Okay. I. So this is five feet. Okay. I'm. Don't give me the bar yet. I'm going to. I'm going to take off my pants. Hold these, please. Not the direction I thought this game was going. <laughs> I am going to. I know. I get it. I get it. Elaine's going to hold them like this. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know if I want to have shoes on just in case I step on something. Um, I'm gonna ruin my shoes. Mm. I have that. Don't mm. ruin your shoes. Okay. Yep. I'll I'll go barefooted. This is such a bad idea. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I'm here for it. Michael's just in his trousers, and I'm going to get close to the wall and kind of just very carefully start shimmering down I take like careful steps so I can make sure I feel the ground as I'm kind of moving across. Can I make it towards the ward before anything kind of before it becomes apparent that it's a bad idea, that it gets like too deep or something? Jackson says, uh, Michael, should we maybe like form a human chain or something? Do, is it a good idea for you just to wait out there like that? It's... I... 
I'm gonna take. I'm gonna like move in like first the first five feet and sort of test it so that I'm right. still within reach of somebody. Sure. So the stone is very slippery in this yes. gelatinous, yeah. gooey fat, and <laughs> so um, the ledge of the the ledge, for lack of a better word, appears to be fairly consistent the whole way to the crack. It looks as though you know it drops off significantly toward the middle. But along the wall, it seems to be okay. Um, I need you to make a dexterity roll with a penalty die. Okay, that's a hard success with the penalty die. It's better. So the hard success no. is the worst roll. So, yeah. Okay, so you are able to slowly, carefully, disgustingly make your way to where you can touch the gap in the wood. Okay. This is wood? That the... The ward. Ward. Oh, the ward. Okay. The golden ward. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. And then if I, like, shine my light at it, like, there's a crack. It's, like, leaking the liquid down. Mm -hmm. Yes. Gross, gross, gross. Okay, I'm gonna like shimmy back a little bit, and I'm gonna be like, okay, I think I can do this. So, if someone can pass me the gold, Elaine will pass it to you. Okay, I'll get close enough so that like, I'll like kind of just shimmy back because I've already found my path, right? So, and then okay. you pass me the gold. Given how slippery this is, I'm going to need you to make another dexterity roll to get back to the gap. Okay. That's a normal success. Oh, no! 98 out of 80. 98 out of 80 failure. I'm going to spend 18 luck. You're going to have to, unless you want to go swimming. Mm -mm. Okay. Uh, Give me a second. Um, running out of luck, folks. Okay. Okay. So. Okay, you, you're there. So I bring the gold back. So you got out. the gold, and you're at the break. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what so. As you fit this two-foot section of gold back in to where it was originally pried out of yep. 500 years ago, it's not going to fit in perfectly like a puzzle piece. You find that it's sort of, it's going to need to be jammed in there, perhaps hammered in a little bit, and you're, you're standing a bit precariously up against the wall. You don't have a whole lot of leverage. You can make a strength roll to see if you can just jam it in manually, or you can get something to try and hammer it in with, which is going to require another dexterity roll to make sure you don't slip backwards. Can I use the butt of my machete to hammer it in? Did you carry your machete over with you? Sure. So you can sort of wedge it in very slightly, and then you want to... Just carefully tap it in and set it in. 
It is gold, yep. so it's a little malleable. So is that going to be another dexterity roll done for me? With a penalty die, yes. Just to okay. make sure you don't slip backwards. A hard success. And that is uh, up to 50. So that's 50. a normal success. So that's a success. All right. So in you in your boxers, basically? Yep. Trousers. Barefoot in your boxers. You have slogged through the fat. It's where you are as it's dripping and sort of stringily oozing out of this crack in the wall. Um, right. The fat is congealing around your ankles basically it's cold and it's thick and you fit the segment of gold into where it goes and as you tap it into place with the butt of your machete the ends of the gold make contact with where they had been pried away and at that moment there is a rumble in the earth it shudders up through the walls. There's almost a pulse of power in the air. And you hear distantly, almost psychically, the sound of a scream of rage, perhaps, coming from somewhere in the earth. And as this gold fuses back into place, almost like a spark shoots off around it, in opposite directions and traverses the whole length of this ward around the interior of the temple and suddenly the blackness that you can see through the crack gets a little less dark perhaps and the white ooze that's pouring out of it slows to a drizzle and a drip and then the fat stops pouring out of the crack and the ward has been restored you believe that you have re-imprisoned the father of maggots yay congratulations and we're going to stop there for the night with you standing in a puddle of fat yeah fat puddle stand up now poor Dolores who is indefinitely insane. Um, <laughs> we, when we return, um, you can, you can do some things as you wish, but we'll fast track you back to civilization and, uh, get Dolores on the path to healing as quick as we can. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Good job, everybody. We survived. You survived. <sighs> you succeeded. Mm -hmm. And, you have some nice gifts coming your way as a result. Yes. Hooray! Gifties. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> and it's not Michael's fat soaked boxers. It's not Michael's what? Fat soaked boxers. There you go. I'm not that deep in them. Just deep. ankle deep. Yeah. The trousers. Oh, you have your shoes. My shoes are. I'm. I'm barefooted. Yep. That's why I said, aren't you glad you took off your shoes? Yep. Nice. Well done, everybody. Yeah. Mara, I'm sorry oh. for taking the role while you were gone. <laughs> Josh was like, I would genuinely be upset. And I was like, it happens. I'm pretty sure I have to make a sanity check every time I time travel. So it was a matter of time. 
I didn't expect it to happen. I was like, what what are the odds of rolling above a 14 here? Boo. Did it happen? <laughs> Too bad we but it didn't kill you. on that. It didn't kill I wouldn't have killed you with you not here. Don't worry. So for which I am grateful. And this may have hidden benefits. Who knows? You never know in this game. All I know is that I'm gonna need to get to a sanitarium and get sanitized. Hidden benefits is rolling a new character. <laughs> I was like, honestly though, I think I could say goodbye to Dolores. I love him a lot. Like I love them. But but I could be more useful. Now that I understand the mechanics of the game, I would roll the character differently. Well, for the larger narrative, this actually may be helpful to me for you to have to spend a month of downtime. So, Well, as long as it helps, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. So, good job, everybody. Thank you very much. Um, we will return on mm. Monday with Baldur's Gate. Yes. And we'll be back with Cthulhu maybe in a couple of weeks. Is that right? Yeah, what are so. we thinking? Any, anybody got uh, August 30th open? Works for me. Sounds yeah, good August 30th is fun. August 30th will technically work. Ryan and I are going camping the following day, but that should be fine. Yay. Yeah, that should be fine. Yeah. I've got okay. it on here already. We'll shoot for it. Beautiful. All right. Thanks, Internet. Good night, Internet. See you, Internet. <laughs>